Welcome to The Last Word, episode number 129. It's another glorious Friday. We're back in front of the campfire for some more looter shooter discussion. I'm extremely excited about our special guest, so we're going to get right into it. I want to introduce a lord whose unique content is truly a refreshing addition to the Destiny community. With top-tier PvP analysis and insightful coaching in the FPS space, all done with an iconic half-glove and the most soothing tunes you'll ever hear on street. Introducing the creator and host of the Ascendant Nomad YouTube and Twitch channels, the Lord of Self-Improvement and Constructive Criticism, and the proud hunter who is never afraid to throw some sarcastic shade your way. <laughs> Live from Toronto, Canada, and making his debut at the campfire of the last word, my man, Lord Ascendant Nomad. How you doing, sir? I'm doing very well. That was a hell of an introduction. I'm sorry, iconic half glove? Are you serious? <laughs> this is iconic? It's iconic, man. You got like the this... little Michael Jackson thing going, but then <laughs> I mean, like, like you're it... doing culinary stuff. Like it's I mean, very artists... Yes. It's literally this is literally just to prevent like uh like it's for palm rejection for my yeah. time. It's a draw drawing glove, but yeah, I'm I, glad I, it's I... iconic. And I feel now indebted <laughs> to the art community for having <laughs> used this for I don't know, a decade now. Now Dude. suddenly uh, I've I've claimed it as my own, according Dude. to uh, Cognito. But anyways, thank you for the intro, and I'm I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure, man. Long overdue, and uh, like I said, E put me onto your content, and the first thing I came out, I was like, PvP Crucible. <laughs> I can talk freely now. I'm not withheld. No, it's so yes. funny because we trade back yes. on intros, and I was like, he's yours, by the way, and he's like, why? Yeah. And I was just like, you'll know. Cru yes. Like first word, crucible, done. I was like, yes. Someone speaks my language, man. But uh, how you been otherwise, man? Uh, it's been it's been good. It's been an interesting uh, Beyond Light ex expansion, um, especially for us PvP mains. We were really we're yeah. really hanging on here um, <laughs> by a thread. I mean, there's, icicle, some, there's, a, there's 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 a lot of goods. There's a lot mm -hmm. of goods that's that's been done under the skin for PvP. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people have been have noticed and they've been talking about it with respect to the meta. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's a bit thin on the ground. As an expansion, I love Beyond Light. I think the storytelling, the core story could have been better, but all the extended stuff, the lore, the Lost Sector storyline with the darkness fragments from uh, with Elsie uh, Bray, all of that was top-notch stuff. Yes. I've really loved the PvE grind in this game now with the uh, Master Lost Sectors, Empire mm. Hunts, um, the more deterministic rewards out there, Hawkmoon being an actual skilled weapon to use, mm -hmm. Adored even was 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 a pleasantly even even though it was very short, it was a pleasant grind. Mm -hmm. um, as a player experience, I think Beyond Light is is starting to move Destiny in, in the right way. It's it's finally continued on the momentum that Forsaken brought in in terms of the course correction, and it's just taken to it to its natural progression after what happened with Shadowkeep. Um, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I was like, and we're out. I don't know if we can follow that that amazing introduction to Beyond Light. So um, honestly, like we do want to talk about Destiny, Beyond Light, and all the things that are happening, but we want to get to know you a little bit first. And first okay. thing I wanted is, where'd the name come from? Where'd the what? name come from? Yes. Stole that was. <laughs> okay, all right. I mean, we, we got to uh, introduce this... our man, and then we got to know the name. So that's where you begin. So, so I was watching your last... Um podcast as preparation you went on for three hours and i genuinely don't think that's long enough for me to explain the origins of this name 
But no, okay, I'll do my best. <laughs> new record, um, everybody. New record. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> so Nomad is a direct reflection of me because I have lived. Okay, so I was born in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. That's my country of origin. Um, for the first four years of my life, I lived in Pakistan. Then I moved to America because my dad got a job with my brother working for, not my brother, my, my uncle, his brother. Um, they were working in San Francisco together on a new venture. Um, they sold that and then moved to England. My dad got a job in banking and moved to England, uh, brought the family with, with, uh, with him. Um, and then England was a wild time. It was only like a year and a bit. And then he got a job in Dubai. Um, so this is before Dubai is the Dubai, you know, of it right now. This is in 1999. And, um, yeah, so we moved to Dubai and I stayed and lived there in Dubai for about, that's where I grew up for for basically 10 years is in Dubai. And through there, like my, my upbringing was very, very varied. It was very British. It was a British school. Uh, most of my classmates and teachers were British. Um, but there were people from all walks of life there. Lots traveling as I as I was young. Uh, lots of field trips to like Oman, Kuwait, nice. uh, wow. the Middle East. Uh, one time to uh, to Mauritius. There's a lot of traveling. It was a very internationally international school and an international experience. Wow. And then I decided to do college here in Canada, um, and I've been here for the last ten years, and I'm Canadian now. But basically, the the, the term nomad comes from the fact that yeah, you wander around. I wander around everywhere and and it's been such a defining aspect of my life that probably isn't going anywhere anytime soon because even now I've been in Canada for a while and I and I and I love this country and I owe a great debt to this country but there's there's a part of me that's looking for the next next adventure mm, um nice. so and obviously with, with the pandemic that's not possible but yeah um <laughs> yeah so that that's where the name comes from the ascendant part of it is just related to self improvement and and wanting to become better and it's also a play on Ascendant energy. Ascend okay. Um, I was going to say, I thought you had ascended, so you were just better than the rest of us. So, I mean, <laughs> not wrong. he, no, he didn't kidding. dismiss that. <laughs> Maybe you know, he caught that, right? I hadn't like, embraced oh. that yet, but sure. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. My tree is really pretty. And, and I do my it better than is, everybody else. That's all he's saying. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. I, all I'm saying is, I was made in a lab. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Salute, man. Like, this is cool. This is cool. Nice little backstory on, on, on the day. That was cool. I'm gonna ask you too, and just like just looking over your gaming history and um one thing that caught my eye was just like you being forged kind of initially competitively in racing game. Yeah. That was yeah. actually pretty cool. So tell I me like about that. that. I like that. So mm. like I told you guys before, it was it was Formula One nineteen ninety nine. That was my first ever video game, and I think that has a lot to do with it. But growing up, mm. my dad is a Huge gearhead. I guess mm. you guys call them gearheads, petrolheads uh, yeah, in my house. They all count. I guess. Um, yeah. So, so growing up with with like my my dad, you know, being in Dubai, we're not exactly worse off, right? We 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 do all right for you ourselves. Can, you can say it. Yeah, you're doing fine. You do it. You're yeah, doing okay. So it's, it's cool. My family, my family is doing fine. I'm sort of just hanging in there. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't inherited it yet, but it's it's out there. Yeah, I like it. They, they've got several decades to go before I take up the torch. All right. Yes. So, um, 
Yeah, so so growing up, we grew up around a lot of people who loved to flash different cars. For us, we mm. always had a new car every like a year or so, just I... because my dad is really interested in cars and he always wanted to try new things. So out. jealous. <laughs> Um, so, so the love of cars was very organic. It was very much part of our family. Um, and that extended and permeated through every aspect of my personality. And when multiplayer gaming started really kicking into gear during the PS2 era, and then started getting a lot more, uh, widespread through Xbox 360 and PS3, uh, that's when I started really taking note of, of games like, uh, Forza and, uh, you know, Gran Turismo, Gran Turismo. And, and things like mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. And and I started I started participating in local tournaments because of that because those are the only games I played. I only played racing games growing up. Wow, um, nice. There was there was an issue partially because first person shooters had horrible lag in the Middle East. Yeah. I was playing on a one twenty eight k dial up connection Absolutely. till two thousand seven. Wow. So we upgraded to the fancy one megabyte per second package in 2007. (laughs) And that coincided with me uh, playing Halo 3 for the first time Uh, and getting very addicted to Team SWAT. Um, And so the competitive side of me that was nurtured and sort of incubated from Mm. uh, racing games really took on, became its own little monster with Halo 3 especially with all the coverage and MLG and this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. It just took on, it just became this whole other beast. So the genesis of who I am today comes from racing games, mm-hmm. but it was definitely made into a monster by Bungie. So you can blame Bungie for me. Nice. Okay, nice. so I also, Gearhead, Petrolhead, watched way too much Top Gear. I had a Lamborghini <laughs> yes, Countach poster on my, like, Countach. Be- bedroom wall i've had a yeah. corvette at one point in my life um okay you got to give me like top two cars that are affordable oh. that you want to put in your garage that you think you can and then top okay. two ridiculous way over the top like favorites of all time affordable cars right now less than 100k how about that less less than 100k okay um a lot of people would probably suspect i would say tesla um mm. But I don't like Teslas. I think for the money, you're getting very little car. You're getting a very good appliance, but you're getting very little car. Have you sat in a Tesla Model S? I actually haven't. It is disgusting. There's so much panel gap. It feels like I'm sitting in an Ikea showroom, but like there's less of it. There goes the Tesla sponsorship. Yeah, there goes the, yeah. No sponsorship for this I don't want to, That being said, for for a practical everyday car, I think the Tesla Model 3 is fine. It's a $35,000 car plus rebates and incentives. And it's a good sensible car for the modern for the modern world, save the planet and all that. Um, but because I live in Canada, I need something a little bit more practical. So I would probably spring for the Volvo uh, V50, V70, I think. It's, it's basically the wagon. Okay. Um, so oh, which gives for, you which, pure function right now. Get that wagon. Got got yeah. extra space. Sit in. I see. If 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 we're talking about if you're talking about me living in Canada, like as soon as you go out of the city, it's just basically the boonies, right? It's it's, <laughs> it's you you need a car that can last a distance, and we don't have electric infrastructure outside of the city, so you have to go through petrol. Um, now, two mad cars. That's yep. easy. Porsche Taycan, which is the electric Porsche. Yep. Which I love. A good one. Um, and my all-time favorite car is again another Porsche. It's the Porsche Carrera GT. Oh, mm. that's beautiful. Simply, 
simply well the looks is one thing but the the engine note that the v10 is, it's, it is the v10 yep. yeah 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 i respect those choices i do are you asking me mine yeah. or no oh god i'm listening uh, to you gearheads I'm, I'm, I'm in awe so for me i mean i already said it like i've been and this is just the american piece of me is like corvette for me has been a thing forever and just the way they've had the base models, like from about the fourth generation, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But yeah. it was the fifth generation Corvette when they smoothed out the body, had a little better mm -hmm. lines, got rid of the saw blade wheels. That's when I kind of like it stuck. And yeah. then I had a sixth generation, 2005. Oh, this was a nice one. Uh, and it was like the dark blue and uh, and like I took it to road courses about like more than a dozen times that's like my favorite hobby ever if whenever i get back wow. to it because okay. like literally driving a car around a track like hitting the apexes and the turns and working on like yeah. setting up my wheels and i had racing tires and stuff like that and i and i did that about five or six times and the timing chain broke oh no so when i was on the track so pistons kissed valves like <laughs> all bad oh, wow. things happened in the oh, engine Jesus. so i ended up having the whole thing rebuilt so Literally from intake all the way through exhaust was not stock. So mm. you'll know what I mean by this. So at the wheel horsepower, you know what I mean? Yeah. 500 at the wheels. So for that car, it used to be much less than that. So yeah, I had um, like redone, redid the headers, the, the block. I had it actually like bored out, um, different crankshaft in there. Everything was completely done. So I had a fun car for a little while. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. So ended up, unfortunately, that was not the first thing to break or the last thing to break. So as course, the, I course. had like the bad lemon and people mm. took their cars to tracks all the time, but all the shit happened to mine. So yeah, man, that sucks. Bro. Yeah. Apparently I'm just unlucky occasionally that in the internet, but no, it's like been... the, I was like, it's been the generation of Corvette that keeps coming and the new C8. That's, that's that, that's probably my. My pretty car. <laughs> and then I'll say. something about. Sorry. Go ahead. No, sorry, I was going to say. And then my other, like, reasonable, affordable one. I have an Infinity G35 right now, but the Q50 I actually just really like. Like, the, mm. the Q50 is kind of a nice, good balance of little peppiness because I like the V6, but I like the looks and the lines and everything. What were you going to ask? Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say the C8 Corvette feels very overly aggressive to me. It feels like the styling's on the crack a little bit. <laughs> It's, like there was an there was an understated aggression between the C six C sevens, yeah. But but the C is like no, let's just dial it up to eleven yeah, and, and turn like, it into what the Viper used to be, <laughs> and then turn it into basically a Ferrari. So yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And then over the top cars, oh dear. Um, one would probably have to be like the Ferrari Enzo, mm. just because it's such a like it's so unique. In the stylings, like the giant air gaps over the front of the nose and everything. Mm. Um, and that's just one of those rare ones. And then the McLaren F1. The okay. first you are one. A, you are a man of the 90s, I can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah you, grew up, you, grew, you grew up in that same period of time when the, when the Enzo came out, everyone lost their minds. Yep. Mm. I remember that. But the, yeah, the McLaren F1, that car... I still remember like that one against a couple of, and it was where Top Gear actually shot it in Dubai. And it's yes. the episode where they drove that one. And 
That thing is still amazing, sitting in the middle, the gold-plated engine bay. No, I'm yeah. a huge car nut, and I've just watched them over the years. But no, those are those are two special ones. I'm learning about my cohort. This is amazing. Like, <laughs> all this stuff I didn't know about E. This is just awesome. Continue. <laughs> so yeah, sorry, tangent, everybody. This is a Destiny podcast, but I love cars too. So yeah. I had to take awesome. advantage of the gearhead. No doubt, there man. Right, right at home there, man. So, this is this is this, this is a long this is a long dormant side of me because I know at the minute I start talking cars to anybody they just start slowly like walking. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh my god! But you continue because I, I got some more stuff after the. Uh, no, no, like uh, we no, could probably good, talk cars for a while. Okay. So yeah, it's it's no, yours. Cool. I I had my moment. <laughs> he said I had my moment. No, that's all good, man. Oh um, yeah, like for me, obviously checking out gaming stuff, and then you know, obviously when he was telling me you're coming on and. And just knowing about, you know, someone who has that appreciation for PvP. So, you know, how did that love really develop with Destiny PvP specifically? It wasn't hard because mm-hmm. the gunplay in this game is nuts. It's second to none. Even the, right. even you, you play Destiny 1 now, even in its 30 FPS state, sorry, PC person, elitist, etc. Uh, I feel you. Talk to yeah, no, I, I, I don't even need to do that anymore because we have we're new gen. Everyone's yeah. 60 FPS now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, okay. we, we graduated. We got there we're, finally. We're, we're 60 finally. Everybody is 60. So just everybody's good. Yeah, level playing field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And mm-hmm. I just want to say congratulations to consoles for having 10 year old oh. technology accessible to them for the first time. Anyways, that's <laughs> seriously that's, that's uh, Anyways. Um, yeah, so so the gunplay, like you go back to Destiny One, uh, and it's still supreme. Um, something I, I think one of the the thing I didn't realize that you could do in a shooter, and I know a lot of people don't play with vibration on, mm-hmm. but I did in Destiny One because mm-hmm. there was personality in every single weapon, every blue, every green, every legendary. Facts. Palindrome to me was oh. was my number one weapon because it just felt like me and felt like my playstyle. Nice. And I'd never experienced that before in 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 a shooter or any game really. I never yeah. felt a tool, what is essentially a tool speak to you. To you. Yes. You know, there's yes. something mechanical and very uh, uh, like neanderthalic about it in in mm-hmm. a weird way. It's like how people get attached to cars, right? It's yeah. the same sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It's 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 just there was something about the mechanics of destiny that made me feel like I couldn't stop playing it. And then I checked out the Crucible because purely because of the connection to Halo and Bungie yes. and all that. Mm-hmm. That was the reason I got interested in Destiny was because of Bungie. Absolutely. And yeah, from there I was like, okay, I, 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 I didn't hate it, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but something that really smoothed the deal and I re- I'm so sorry to anybody who's about to hear this story. Go. First game, 0.05, bottom dead last, two kills, However many deaths, I think 20 or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, yeah, a lot. Of, it was a lot of deaths. Um, <laughs> end, end game reward screen. Mm-hmm. September 15th, I think it was. Like six days after it was it's released. It's going to be Galley, isn't it? It was Gallo. <laughs> Are you serious? In a PvP drop? Wow. Oh, that's and I didn't know what beautiful. the hell it was. And then, and then when the raid came out, when Volta Glass came out, Everyone was like, yeah, Gal Horn is a strap for this. And like people were like, what the hell is this? I don't have it. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I have it. And my raid team lost <laughs> their minds. 
<laughs> Yo, that's a crazy story because, like I said, most oh. you always hear is like, okay, raindrop. Hey, we did the nightfall that week. You got it as a PVP drop. Yep. Yep. Wow. That that's mm-hmm. awesome. That's iconic. Wow. Gotta say that that's a very unique story, man. With all and, and s- since then my RNG has been shit, so I'm pretty sure I used it up all in. <laughs> it's all been Listen made up it. for since since you got you just you know you blew blew it too early. That was the big deal. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you went too Absolutely. early on that. Absolutely. So I was actually gonna ask, so Palindrome's kind of your D1 gun, sounds like. Mm. I was thinking of one that I remember just one. I mean, there's exotics and stuff, but a legendary for me was always the Irene RR4 sniper. For me, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did yes. like that one, yeah. That was always yeah. one for me, and it was one that I was like, it was a low aim assist. So I mm. always like felt, I felt when I hit the shots, they felt really crispy to me. Mm-hmm. And it was just one of those that I really always enjoyed. And I was going to ask Cognito, what's your, do you have any like legendaries from D1 that kind of like stick out? Yeah, for me, um, Nerwin's Mercy held a special place yeah. for me. Mm. I loved Nerwin. It was a this was before the Clever Dragon era. It was Nerwin. Yeah. Nerwin was was special for me. Um, trying to think, I was, I mean, now it's a perk, but yeah, Plan C. Well, that's no, she has exotic, so I don't count. Well, yeah. um, I'm trying to think another legendary. Aljo was oh, um, Hopscotch Program. Okay. Yeah. That had that, a run. That had its late heyday, yeah. That had a run. And um, Party Crasher. Party Crasher. Party oh, Crasher. God. Yeah, yeah. That was, that all, was of those, just, all of those. All of those. And the funny name I like was The Comedian. Do you remember that? Remember that show? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Comedian. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Flavor uh-huh. Test. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. 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 There we go. I got one. Hawk. Bring back mm. Amalon Snipers. Thank you. Oh yes, yes. You know, Irene, it's because range is tied to Amos's, but for whatever reason, Irene had a really weird base range and then a mm-hmm. high zoom scope, which made it feel amazing. It it reminds me a lot of the like just from pure mechanics, not like like in terms of like how the cones work. Cones. Um, <laughs> it's it reminds me a lot of the Icolo sniper right now. Mm-hmm. Um, high zoom, low range. Yes. Yes. Similar kind of crispiness. But not yes. obviously because mm-hmm. the the juice box sound effects of the Amalon stuff was yeah. was amazing. Oh yeah, amazing! Those were shout unique. Out, shout out to Black Iron Man. He said the original messenger. Yes. Shout out to Doctor the Passing. Remember oh, that one? That terrifying and, uh, thing to face. Oh yeah. yeah. What was the, the reason, scout? Get. Yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say the reason you go into trials was for Doctrine. Oh yeah, big time. I had mm-hmm. persistence, and I forgot what the other role was. It was crazy. But what was the scout? Real quick before we move on. Um, because I was a big Omelon guy. I was an Omelon scout. Hungry. Not that uh, one. That was, was classic. Like, that's mine. That yeah. was, that's legendary. But this one was like a hard-hitting scout. Cassitas? Chaos oh, Cassitas. Cassitas. It's the other Omelon one, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the Cassitas or whatever it is. Yeah, I forget if I'm saying that. it right, but I know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. That was a good one. That's what you got, E. Um, so, obviously, Crucible's like, your bread and butter, your home. Um, and you've had some decent grinds. You had your Not Forgotten's, your Luna's Howls, your potential trials passages. Uh, do you have any specific, like, first time you went through trials or first time, like, when you got that gun for the first time? What are some, like, epic Crucible stories, like, for you? What's your one of your top ones, just like a journey that you went through in Bungie's, you know, Destiny Crucible that they built after you had Halo and then Crucible? What's the big one that sticks out for you? For your kind of top crucible journey that you went through, well, well, it's hard because Destiny One never really had um, 
these these huge long arduous grinds for specific yeah. weapons um in pvp um mm -hmm. we've only really had one which was not forgotten in luna's how and that to me like even with doctrine and even with like some of the 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 trials weapons it was just a flawless run right it's just a flawless run and then rng which you can knock out in 45 minutes to an hour that's not a real grind um the big the the most memorable to me was was not forgotten mm. um because that took me two seasons to attempt actually oh. three seasons I, I tried in season four only got luna up to lunas mm. um and even that was pretty vindicating that was that felt good because in year one of destiny one i was trash <laughs> i did not like the 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 double primary double meta, primary the, meta. i didn't i didn't like the slow time to kill although since then i've come to appreciate what it what it used to be i didn't like mm. it because i was bad at it right. you know and i think people should realize when they have bad opinions about crucible it might be because they're not good at it <laughs> um so i knew i knew there was like i didn't blame the crucible for that i blamed myself i didn't adjust to it i didn't have people around me that could help me work through it um the lunas hell grind was was validating because it was it was tangible progress to me and it was incentivization and, and validation to me that i was on the right path to getting better i was playing well with my team and i was also did it with some really really good friends who are still some of my closest friends in the game um and that was a nice shared moment um, but really, honestly, not forgotten to me was was the pinnacle experience because I don't particularly remember the games. I just remember the long nights. I remember the queuing. I remember the 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 queuing at certain hours to avoid certain players because we knew we weren't good enough to face them. I remember <laughs> I remember no, like, literally like writing writing uh, like a I was doing I was still in the film industry, so I was like writing call sheets and doing like um script revisions and stuff like that for a project the next day whilst i was up at like 2 a.m wow waiting for a match wow like the, the, this was definitely a product of bad game design where where, <laughs> where the, the the glory based matchmaking was so strict mm -hmm. that you only had like four or five teams in the world on at, at the same time at your level mm -hmm. um but it, it it all added to this experience where we sometimes you'd wait 20 minutes for a game mm. and i was doing other things and to most people, that's ridiculous. That that doesn't make any sense. People would quit the game. They would say, this is a joke. I'm going to CSGO. I'm going to Valor. I'm going to all that. But I love Destiny, and I really wanted this gun. I've never wanted a gun more in Destiny than Not Forgotten because mm. it was ridiculous. It was so yeah. dominant. It was so powerful. And ultimately, it ended up being really, really good to use. Mm. Um, so the day I got it, I just, I just remember being very, very emotional. I was very happy. I was in a good mood for the rest of the week um, <laughs> and using it, it, it just became my instant favorite weapon of all time. Mm. Um, so yeah, that would be, that would be my, my best experience. My, my absolute favorite. I mean, that grind was serious, you know, and I'd be under that, under that meta, right? Like that was, that was a crazy meta, mm. you know, back in those times. And then that, that archetype, I believe, was 180, right? Like the, the 180s were dominant. So, you know, you had that and those serious perks, and then yeah, man. So it it was a badge. Now, that being said, how did you feel? You feel about people going up to the kiosk at Walmart and just going to pick one up? <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because because it is. Well, okay. I'm, Let's I'm talk about it. I got. I, we, oh, we have to lead oh, into it. Oh, is it too early to start drinking? <laughs> 
I just did. What are you talking about? <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Let's go. All right. Okay. So do I just need to the, pour this the, in a martini glass? Make you feel better. I am. I'm okay with people being able to pick it up, mm-hmm. just with that alone, because I do not wish that grind on anybody. I, I genuinely don't. That grind was rough. It was horrible. Even though I just said it was my favorite aspect mm-hmm. of it, it was most of the payoff that made it worth it. If mm-hmm. I didn't get an offer gun, I'd be just as bitter and I would probably not be here. I'd still be on Reddit in a comment section somewhere <laughs> spewing salt. Um, but I don't I don't wish that grind on anybody. But what Ooh. they did to my boy. What they did to what oh. they did to your boy cannot be forgiven. Woo. The original reason I made a video on this before before I I was the size I am now mm. and I said that it was a magnificent misstep how they nerfed mm. it they nerfed Maghal to basically be a range buff rather than a damage buff and that took not forgotten from being a 0.67 times kill to a 1.0 it just killed it altogether because 180s didn't get any love mm-hmm. as a result of that and the reasoning they give was because you could two-tap very quickly on, on console. And I understood that Not Forgotten was a real plague on console because of right. because it was a precision archetype. And precision archetypes don't suffer from the same rubbish that normal hand cannon archetypes suffer from on console with, with ghost bullets and, and a lot of bloom. Mm-hmm. So they nerfed Not Forgotten because of their own incompetence with balancing hand cannons. That's the thing that really gets me, is to this day, <laughs> they nerfed Not Forgotten because they made all the other hand cannons feel like crap. That Not mm. Forgotten was not the issue. Yep. It was mm. just, it just highlighted the deficiencies in the rest of the, the balancing for the sandbox. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it became irrelevant immediately. And even though you, you kind of whipped it out here and there for you know old time's sake, or perhaps you just wanted to use something different, it was not the same gun. No, nowhere near it. Um, now as a 140, it has its niche use, you know, perfect in air accuracy because it is a precision frame, but it's still a 140, and there are so many better options out there, especially with random rolls. Maghal right now is a bit bugged, but it doesn't fundamentally change the time to kill because, well, it's going to three-tap because it's a 140. Right. So I don't, fundamentally, I'm okay with people picking it up at Walmart, the Walmart kiosk. <laughs> um because they're they're not they're not picking up the same weapon that that used to be the absolute pinnacle representation of skilled players in the crucible. Oh yeah, as it's as it's a shell of its former self. You're like, yeah, go get the shell. It's not what I got. It's not what you got to experience. So at this point, you're like, fine, just check the box. You're good. You're not going to use it anyway. It sounds like so. Well, even even if that was even if it was the st- same monster it was, I'd still be okay because it's a two-year-old weapon and we need right. something new. Yeah, okay. we do. And a very very balanced way of looking at things, considering yeah. you were one of you know that that special group that put in that work to get it in its original state. So I definitely can respect that. Yeah, I'm about I'm about sharing the love. I I don't believe in in making PvP any more elitist than it already is. You know. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. No, uh, I was just going to ask you for Crucible and stuff as well. Like you started with obviously playing, working on stuff like Not Forgotten. You've been playing through stuff and your more kind of more recent explosion and definitely kind of your your nature of like the the analytics, the analysis of Crucible breakdowns, the going through footage saying you should be looking here. These guys could be coming over here. What's your radar doing? Mm. Like breaking everything down. When did you find that that was like, one a skill set that you had and now you're turning it into like truly like 
crucible school. Like you literally teach people lessons of how to how how to play the game. Like when did you see that, that was like your skill set? And then, you know, tell people like kind of give a description of like what you do if they haven't seen you before. So on my YouTube channel, what I do is I basically make an academic exercise out of a pastime, which is always, um, you know, stupid idea. Um, but it is like, so what I do is I basically, I, I create videos that break down the crucible. This is not a meme. This is actually how I do it. Um, <laughs> oh, no, I know. Yeah, you're, you're doing doodles in notes the whole time. It's great. Yeah. It's so basically I will take a subject that say, let's, let's talk about the two second rule. Cause I think that was the most, uh, that I think that's the thing people know me for the best. Mm -hmm. The two second rule is a very simple concept. It, it, it basically amounts to don't stay in one place for too long, mm -hmm. but I expanded upon it and I just gave it some concrete reasoning and I just tried to explain why it's so important and why you should be doing it. Mm -hmm. And I guess in the process of explaining very, very basic concepts in, in, a, in, in the way that I do, it opens people's minds and people seem to really appreciate my perspective on things. I want to make it clear right now, I'm not sure why I've blown up. I just like making this content because I like making this content. Um, to me, all of this is very rudimentary. It's all stuff you can see. It's not something that I was trained on or, or, or anything like that. Um, but I guess like for me, what I've realized is through when I, when I first realized this is when I was uh, doing Sherpas over at r slash Crucible Sherpa, which is like Destiny Sherpa, but for Crucible. Mm -hmm. um, back in the day, Dr. Lupo, Ninja Noel, and Ramblin would stream trials, their trials carries. And there was they were active on that subreddit. That's how that subreddit became popular. Mm -hmm. And the what they would do is they wouldn't just, you know, come into the team and we'll take it to Lighthouse. They would really take the effort to to coach the other person saying, okay, you did this good and you did this bad. And mm -hmm. I want you to try this out for the next game. And then it, it would work. And by the end of the run, by the end of the ninth game, remember when it went to nine wins? Um, <laughs> by the end of the ninth game, this person would be noticeably better as a player. Mm. There would be a full-fledged member of that fire team rather than a nice. liability. Nice. So, you know, me, I was really inspired by this. And I... You know, I tried to do it in the weekends, obviously got no attention because those three guys were the were the were the main attraction. So I said, okay, let me do it midweek. But then I realized, oh, well, nobody's gonna want to play midweek because, well, there's no PvP activity to do midweek. Right. And then I thought, okay, well, why don't I just do it like 1v1 coaching? Why don't I just say, hey, um, let's do some 1v1s, let me tell you what you're doing bad at. Mm -hmm. Um and so from there, that's when I really start to realize that a lot of people don't play with their game with their brain turned on in the crucible. And, and it's not not an insult to anyone's intelligence. It's literally like you're you're sat like this. For people who are only listening on audio, what I'm doing is I'm reclining my chair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you you sat you sat like this. You sat some distance away from the from the controller from so from the TV. You're playing on control. You're very laid back. You're 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 couch potatoing basically. Right. Right. right? And so that's a pretty relaxed state to be in. Mm. And when you're in a, when you're in that relaxed state, you're not focused. You're not. Mm. You're not, your body is not communicating to your mind that you're ready for something. Right. Uh, so you miss things. You miss little pieces of information. You miss a radar blip. You miss a heavy pull. You miss something in the kill feed that, that can give you information about a situation that's about to happen. Mm -hmm. And so what I'm trying to do is basically just highlight these things and just make you aware of them. Because 
all of the lessons I teach you in the crucible, they're not hard. They're very intuitive. You could come up with them yourself. Mm. It's just about remembering it in the moment. And I think right. the way I word things and I guess the way I sound too definitely helps. It helps you to remember them. Yeah, I mean, pretty cool. Because one, one thing that I noticed, like I said, it's a, it's a rare, I consider like a rare skill set because, you know, it's one thing to say, hey, these are the top guns or the top, you know, builds or whatever to use in, in, in the current state of the matter of PvP. But it's one another thing to look at an individual's play style and then say, hey, here's some things you can kind of course correct. Here's some things that you can kind of do to improve your game. And that's different, man. And it's really it's really cool. Like I said, it's rare that you see it. So it's cool that you kind of curved out that lane for yourself mm -hmm. and that also people respect you because, you know, it helped improve their game. <laughs> you know, they, they've literally become better players as a result. So that that to me is pretty awesome. I want to definitely shout you out for that because you, you don't that. see that often. And it's pretty cool. I, yeah. th I think a lot of uh, uh, sorry, so a, no. a lot of the um, a lot of the previous like even to this day, some of the people who make YouTube videos on um, just Crucible are very focused on use this to be good or do yep, this yep, and you'll yep. be fine. They don't explain why. Why? And <laughs> and, and the best YouTubers I found, like there's 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 a lot of us that there, there's a few of us who are doing. I guess the same thing that you're you're praising me for doing, but there's a mm. there's a small but growing number of people who are doing this. I, I want to just shout those guys out. Paddy Kicks is one. He's probably Let's the go. biggest one. Mm -hmm. uh, he definitely talks about the why a lot. There's Brave Hero who also does a great job of of explaining the why. Apathetic, I'm gonna say it, is one of the best warlock players in the game, and everyone Ooh. should be watching his stuff. Oh, I need to find out. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, as a fellow warlock, I gotta find out. Continue. And then there's uh, Castle and also a new, like somebody who I've been working with and, and mentoring a lot is uh, mm -hmm. a guy called God in Gaming, mm -hmm. um, which we make fun of because it's spelled God in Gaming, but you know, it's, <laughs> that's not what, it's just Godin. Um, but yeah, like those guys, the, the, the part of the new school of Crucible Teachers in that we teach you the why in, instead of the how. Because the how can be done in all sorts of different ways. That's the beauty of Destiny PvP. The how can be done in any kind of way, and it really doesn't matter. But people focus on the, the the creators that get clicks, and the creators that get clicks are the ones saying, "This is the best weapon?" Question mm -hmm. mark. Shocked mm -hmm. face and thumbnail. <laughs> Shocked face and thumbnail. <laughs> and 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 I definitely know that I've left a lot of growth on the table because I don't do that. Mm -hmm. um, but I like if if I'm going to stay true to what I believe in, then I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the best information that I can possibly give you and mm -hmm. make it unique to, to to my channel and what I do. I mean, that's oh. the best thing to do. I've learned, mm -hmm. like, from me, from anybody I've seen for content, try and find your space. And as you said, there's some stuff that's left on the table. The clickbaits, the other things, the other, like, and again, not gonna, like, mess with anybody. It's like, it's a hustle out here no matter what you're trying to do. Yeah, so you yeah, gotta yeah. find some way to make your own. Right. But, again, it's like, if you can find your space, as you said, if you find, because I've done my own piece of the PVE side as well, like my solo guides and things of that nature for, again, trying to get somebody to understand what's going on in an environment. Mine's just a little more understanding what the enemies are going to do. Yours is like how to play a room. Very different way to say how to play a room, but <laughs> <laughs> poker game could come up very differently there. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it's like, it's when you take that time and you're like the... The, having somebody take a second and understand what is about to happen. And I think that's a really cool way to take crucibles because 
What is going to happen here? Pause a frame. Well, as you said, the kill feed. How many people probably don't even look at that? Like, mm -hmm. what just happened? Who popped mm -hmm. heavy? Like, yep. that's gone yep. now. What super is out there in the world now that you should be aware of? Um, who, like, just got, like, three snipes in a row? Watch what quarters you go around. Anything of that nature is going to help you. And there's a lot of people that, as you said, it may not be, like, groundbreaking or earth-shattering, but it's stuff that if you start to be aware of it or if somebody's like, hey, Ascendant said, look at these couple things, I'm going to try and remember these two. And if it takes my KD from 0.6 to, like, 0.9... I'm going to start listening to him more because he's got me thinking more. As you said, there, get more engaged. <laughs> there was a there was a supporter of mine who did put it in the in this kind of in in a really illuminating fashion. Is that I always talk about how the game, like on my streams and sometimes in my videos, is I say the game is throwing information at you. This game throws yeah. so much information at you that it is overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And there was a supporter who came into my chat recently and said, "Well, you're the antenna. Then you're the radio antenna." That helps us hear it mm. and nice. see it, and and that was that was a nice way to put it. I, and and it was very humbling. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, like I th I think people's antennas aren't tuned to that information because, as we know, Destiny is one of the best games in the world at explaining things to you. Oh, that's just <laughs> so clear, yeah. so clear. Yeah, <laughs> brand, brand new player. It's laid out yeah. silver platter. Yeah. perfect descriptions. Yeah. Very no, trailed manual. Mm -hmm. Training wheels. No, the, all the way. You, you, you've heard that small YouTuber Dado. Um, yeah, he's not, <laughs> like, I think you'll have to let me know. He, yeah, he, he yeah, makes yeah, these great guides on how the game works, but like you don't really need them. Nah. <laughs> Shout out to Dado. <laughs> no, I feel you, man. No, it's, it's, this is good stuff. This is good, good information. And then, um, just so oh, I wanted to ask the double down with PvP as far as like a lot of the terminologies, you know, because I, I was getting into. I remember my my start of um, first of all, I'm a very average PvP player, but I love it. And mm -hmm. I remember like you know we had Mercury's on. I remember the days of me going to the Reddits and 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 and, and seeing terms I didn't understand, right? Yeah, and I was okay. just like all these, <laughs> yeah, like advanced, you know, and it's like you know weaves and scribs and and then you know so break this down. These terminologies, <laughs> you know, the, the PvP culture. How how do we get there? What do these mean? Well, first of all, get good. Yes. <laughs> anyway, you, you gotta give you gotta give me terms to break down. Like I need I need okay. specifics here. So what is it? Scrims? That's the first one. So that's okay. like, it's like more control. I'm assuming the control okay. environment. Yes. Break it down, break it down. Scr scrims are the controlled environment that um a lot of people set up to play. Mm -hmm. It's 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 basically a more competitive environment. It's it's a shorthand of the word scrimmage. Yep. which is a battle. Um, and basically what we do in scrims is we try and engineer an environment that's as balanced as possible, as mm -hmm. hyper gunplay as possible. Mm -hmm. Because of the variety of what Destiny is, a lot of people have different takes on, on scrims. So you see a lot right. of different rule sets. Mm -hmm. Not too long ago with a clan that I will not repeat their name, they were the dominant force in the scrim scene and they would set the rules and also win all the tournaments, which, uh, integrity. But anyways. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, if there, if there was an eSports scene, we'd have problems. Um, yeah. Anyways, since their demise, and very, very happy demise, um, mm. there's been an explosion of people trying not to take the mantle, but just to democratize scrims a little bit. Mm. So you've got the D2 Arena, which is the biggest, um, like, just casual scrim scene. Uh, you have the Face It, which I think people are more familiar with because it's Face It and it has a name. They have their rules. 
Um, I've got my rules on my community Discord tr- server. Uh, we've got a charity PvP tournament happening this Sunday, which is probably one of the most relaxed rule sets we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, people have different interpretations. For for me, mm-hmm. my take on scrims should be: let's play Destiny. Let's not try and make this another game that it isn't. And what I try and focus on in Destiny, the philosophy for for, for our scrims is basically: let's find the best Destiny players, mm-hmm. not the best hand cannon shotgun players. Yeah. Okay. 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 So I like that. People I mean, who know how to people who, who know how to use builds to make your life miserable and gosh. abilities to to really you know make you wish you didn't get out out of bed that morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean there is that's one thing about Destiny that is fairly unique and there's some people that it's like there are times when people are like oh you just want like white weapons in PVP and like set loadouts <laughs> and all this stuff and you're going there's a whole other slew of stuff in this game that we're like missing out on, but also like, what if people were like, "Hey, no abilities," and it was just like guns only, and you're like, "What the hell's the point in my character?" So, mm. like uh, the way, yeah, you can go play CS:GO, you can go play Call of Duty, depending on what you're looking for. But I like how you said play Destiny because you do have abilities. Sometimes they're over the top; it's a little bit broken, but you know, understanding how this one plays against this one, understand mm-hmm. now Stasis kind of breaks a whole lot of stuff right now. That's another discussion, but. You have, you know, if you see hammers versus this, that, or the other, and it's like understanding there are pieces to play against those or understanding Mm. what you should do when that happens, as opposed to, we're just going to eliminate, like, we're just going to take the eraser to the whiteboard of destiny and just leave this little piece down here. And that's, Mm. that doesn't leave quite as much to the game that you play all the time anyway. So I like what you said, like play the game as opposed to Mm. make another game. I like that. And and that's something I'm going to be focusing on uh, come the new year. It's just our rule sets and try and promote them and just get because right now the sweat community has a the sweat is a term for people who yeah. uh, don't use deodorant. Um, <laughs> Savage because they they, they sit in from the computer like you know playing Destiny all day. Anyways, it's sweat sweat's a pretty universal term for a hardcore player. Yep. Um, so you have PVE sweats too, like speedrunners mm-hmm. and, and and grandmaster nightfall mm-hmm. uh, players and that sort of thing. But for PVP, yeah, like the sweats, they definitely have a very bad rap at the moment. They're very they, they, there's accusations of elitism, gatekeeping, all the rest of it. There's a few new guys in charge of certain scrim communities that I do want to highlight, and I want to highlight the work that they're doing because mm-hmm. right now I feel like the scrim community, the sweats community, they have a big PR problem. Mm. Um, the rule sets do make sense. It's just that nobody's taking the time to explain them. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, what else can I uh, illuminate you on? No, that, I guess that, <laughs> that, that that was that. And then what was it weebs? Well, something I think of something. Weebs. Yeah, what's that? You don't know what a weeb is? <laughs> no, break it down. Ibontes, are you aware what the weeb is? I'm just gonna let you fill it in. Okay. Mm. Um, a weeb is um, short for weeaboo. Okay. And it is a descriptor for someone who lives, breeds, and shits anime. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And and these are typically teenagers, like th- under the age of 18, mm-hmm. uh, who are in high school, mm-hmm. who have not yet formed a, a personality or an original opinion, um, <laughs> who are very, very into having profile pictures as anime characters. Anime. Okay, 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 okay. And okay. usually come up with the, shall we say, most interesting takes on Twitter in response <laughs> to some big creators. Gotcha. They are, they're, they're, they're very, you know, I'm not going to rag on them, but mm. they've got some 
They've got some work to do. <laughs> They've got some life to experience before they actually get a real perspective. Is, is, is it? I, yes. I'm, I'm getting toxic vibes. Is, is it like? It's not. You know, it's not toxic vibe. But I tell you one thing: the, uh, the people who hate weaves the most are weaves. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm learning. Like I said, I'm just do terminologies and stuff. It's, it's, it's always cool, cool to learn this stuff. It's just, you know, all the stuff that's kind of birthed or associated with uh, Destiny PvP sometimes. I just thought this was hilarious. Oh, no. I no, didn't know we either. About. So that's why I was like, it's all. Oh, okay, there, okay. I've, I had there, to ask. There seems to be a high saturation of, of anime lovers with Destiny fans. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of crossover. And I didn't really, I, I had no idea why. And then someone said to me, well, Destiny is basically an anime. In terms of like storytelling and super, super You've literally got a Kamehameha in there, so yeah. Yeah, yeah you've, I mean, you've literally <laughs> got that. So that to me made more sense, but I still don't get it. <laughs> Somebody's like, can, can one be a weeb at 32? I have a friend asking. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is, it, is he asking for a friend or is he just stating I have a friend? Because How? if he's just it's stating I have a friend, <laughs> if, you if he's stating... <laughs> I think it's stating I have a friend. Yeah, you might want more than one first. (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say if he's saying he has a friend at the age of thirty-two, I'd say that's par for the course for a weeb. (laughs) Shots fired. Just just (laughs) shots fired. (laughs) Well, I was like, we could just talk about Crucible for like three hours. I'm sure, but things have happened this week in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. shockingly and mm-hmm. one of the big ones is a gun yes. Yes. Out, and yes. it's a d1 throwback the as the crow flies let thy talons loose all the quest of fun want to get you guys takes on the quest itself and we will get to the gun after but quest first what do you guys think of the golden feather quest not quite the golden ticket quest but that's a little different our steve guest nomad which felt Thought it was interesting. Um, I like the puzzle nature of it. I definitely got stuck. I definitely looked at Reddit. I definitely found the answers through Reddit. Um, but it was <laughs> it it was fun to try and figure out like just through the wording and everything. It felt like a crossword almost. Yeah. Um, it was it was it was a different take on it. The final mission was bugged for mine and my fire team. Didn't particularly like the Guardian Champion quest. Um, because it was such a weird yeah. change of pace from like yes. puzzle puzzle now grind. Yeah, um, but then, but then, Glad tweeted about the the lost sector thing, and it made it a lot more palatable. It was over and done mm-hmm. in half an hour. And the final mission was pretty interesting. Uh, the new area in that lost sector was kind of nice. Um, and then the, uh, there was Loris. Apparently, that was very good with it. Well, I didn't get around to reading it, but overall, I, I thought it was a lot better than like Devil's Ruin. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was unique and it was mm-hmm. different, and it's not something we've seen before. So I liked it. Cog. Yeah. Yeah, man. It was it was a pleasant surprise. It was um, you know, for me, I've been on the train of gotta give the narrative team their damn due this And this season for me, you know, I know not a lot there's a lot of things that a lot of people in the community don't like about y'all like this season. But for me, I'm always gonna be more biased towards when the lore is done correctly. And we all know Aldrin. Is a big character. We all know, you know, the I'm payoff. sorry, the crow, sir? Aldrin, the hunter vanguard. <laughs> well, that's jumping. That's jumping, but you know. Hey, I'm going there. I'm going there. So, you know. I, 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 rep- I, I repeat, is it too early to start drinking? Never. 
It's five o'clock somewhere. Listen, somebody listen, said that. So enjoy. If you want to get your K tears, you know, hey, I'm, I'm all for the movement. So I'm, this is something I try to tell fellow hunters. Nope. Nope. Get ready. You got to embrace <laughs> your brethren. This this is I am the re- not gonna be happy if Crow is the old if, if Crow is the manager. I'm, I'm not gonna be happy. I'm, about I'm, I'm getting you to the acceptance phase, sir. No, no, <laughs> he's currently in denial. <laughs> he's, he's he's holding on. I know he's holding on. And I I respect that for my hunters. We all love K. And I think shout out to Paul Tassi who we had on last word. He said it best. He, he's doing the question. He's like, I can't believe. Like, I, I don't want to like him. I don't want to like that. <laughs> no, like, like, I will. I'm, I'm 100% yeah. agree is that like, I'm, no, they're taking yeah. like the crow. Yeah. He is Bro. for one, his own guy, but like the actor who's oh, playing him, phenomenal. the lines, the way it, the, like there was one mm-hmm. of those and it was like the biggest pregnant pause in voice dialogue I've heard in Destiny in a long time. And I was just like, and it's so well delivered for his so just well like, done. he's oh. so torn inside as to what is going on. Mm-hmm. Like, what he's seen, he's viewed the way he is, and he doesn't even know why. Mm-hmm. He has this little like shack up there. When you when you go to the little offshoot, shout you out see the Guardians it. pooping. Shout out the Guardians pooping. Continue. Wanted to shout that out. What his little setup in by the um the the, 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 the what was the strike? The strike that we always do. Like a shadow to take it. Yeah, like a shadow. <laughs> did, yeah. did you did you analyze that rule? Yeah, I, yeah. Look, I listened to all yeah, the stuff in there. Okay, yeah, there was a bunch of stuff, but no, mm-hmm. just the way they're talking about it and what he's going through and his. His whole delivery in this quest is to another level for like just a random exotic quest. And I'm loving yep. what they're doing with him so far. Now, granted, mm-hmm. him being a hunter vanguard, I still think he's way too fresh for a guardian for that to happen. So I still don't think mm-hmm. that's going to be true because Get it's ready. just a weird switch. But Get ready. like for developing a character and giving him like just emotional depth, I'm so mm-hmm. impressed so far. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with that. So look, you know, at the, at the end of the day, you know, for me, like I said, I, I want to see how they were going to handle it. You know, also, I thought it was unique to link him to the Hawkmoon, right? I, that to me was a you know a bold decision. Like you know you, you're putting an iconic gun, you know, and this character that we want to get you know information on, and you're you're combining it. And it, it, they weaved it in a way to me that made sense that I, mm-hmm. I I agree with. So ultimately, for me, like you said, E, it was I love the delivery, you know, by by the actor. I felt th- the thing that hit me the most is when he said. I know the way they look at me. Yeah. I did something horrible. Yep. Mm. When he delivered that, it to me, this is the road to redemption. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, this and is it's just it's just so well done. And um, yeah, man, it was just like I said, a beautiful quest. I'm loving the lore, everything about it. And again, I I, I didn't I, I'm very surprised that Hawk Moon. And him was the, was the way to tie this thing in, and I got to give the narrative team that due. And so for me, yeah, I like it. Yeah, this is this is definitely like like Hawkman was the symbol of 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 light. Yes. Uh, it's the symbol of light in the Destiny universe, and and it's 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 a gun with a lot of positive um, association for a lot mm-hmm. of people, and to tie it to Crow was kind of genius. <laughs> like it's, it's 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 now you have to care now if you don't like. If you don't like Crow, you don't like Hawkmoon. It's really that simple. It, it, it's perfect. They, they they put again, fellow hunter. You, you got shot. You guys. At, they put you guys in the spot. You know what they I'm put saying? us in the spot. And, and 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 here's the other thing. You know, the traveler is speaking. You know, to him in, in his own way, inadvertently, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and it, it's just uh, to me, it, it's so well done. I, I I can't wait to see as this thing goes on and stuff where they go. But um. 
Yeah, man. So, like I said, the quest itself, that, that's where I was at. But what about you, E? Quest itself, now that you've got it wrapped up. Yeah. It's, no. No, go ahead. Yeah, send it. No, you're good. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, the, the quest, for me, I love the quest because mm-hmm. the storytelling was actually in front of you. Mm-hmm. It wasn't hidden behind lore. And I know mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who, who watch this podcast and in the Destiny community who love the lore. And I don't want to rag on the lore. Mm-hmm. But when you're in a video game and you're, you're catering to a, a wide variety of people, the lore should be treated as extra to the storytelling. It should be the icing on the cake. It should mm-hmm. never be the thing that you discover storytelling from, yep. mm-hmm. in my opinion. If you're in a video game itself, like you should play through events should be cutscenes. There should be quick time events. There should be all sorts of different things. We should see this development on screen, not off screen. Yeah, and I'm just liking that we're seeing the humanization of Crow, of Aldrin, whoever you want to, you want to mm-hmm. call him, um, in front of us, and mm-hmm. we're it's forcing us to to come to terms of what's happening. This is one of the biggest things I had an issue with Beyond Light is Aramis. Mm. I understand her motivations. I get it. Trust me. I. Totally understand where she's coming from. Mm. I related to her story for sure. Yes. But who the fuck is she? Have we seen her before? No. Where did no. she come from? We don't no. really know. She was a hero of Twilight Gap or she was a, a big part of Twilight Gap. Great. Mm-hmm. N- literally nobody in the majority of the Destiny community knows about Twilight Gap. Aside mm-hmm. from it being a very questionable PvP map. <laughs> I know this. This might be a bit of a hot take, but like I'm just. God, this is this is what you feel. This no, is what you feel. Just, just, just this is real. From, I mean, yeah. Like this. This was my thing. This was my profession for a long time. Was storytelling, film, and TV. Mm. And when you have to go to the books to tell to preach complete it. your story on screen, preach. You preach. fucked up. Pre- no, <laughs> preach. I'm I'm with you there. I'm with you there. No. And even even just to cut no, no, you know, slightly unrelated story. Obviously, we, I don't know if we get, we get a chance to touch on it. Was you know with Osiris and the whole thing, you know, me being a big Osiris fanboy, and people were like, "Yo, your man got slapped around," and look, you know, what I'm saying Ojin had to save the day, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, the sad part is, if you actually, if those people read, which they shouldn't have to, Emelin <laughs> or whatever it's called, and then find out what happened to Segura and find out how dire his situation was and what he did to, again, you know. This is Bungie now. Like, you know, th- this is great that you have these stories, but we need that in game. So now a lot of these story things can have context. Good. I, I see you ready to shoot. Okay. Getting over it. Do you know what that, that, then when we flew in uh, for the first mission in season mm-hmm. one, they said, he's lost, he's lost Segura. Segura has been yeah. killed. You know what that reminded me of? Mm-hmm. What? Somehow Palpatine has returned. <laughs> <laughs> and I no, was just like, like that, I, that nails it pretty well. You're like, how did what what did I miss? What? What did I miss? Facts. Yeah. Facts. And I had to go read this lore. And then I'm like, oh, because I remember it was a big little point of contention. Cause people I, I was upset at first. I was like, when I saw the the um the, the trailer, and I'm like, he just got slapped, in my opinion, by like some average uh, hive knight. And I'm like, this is the great old How many times like, have you been killed by hive knights? Just asking. Who's been all killed of by us, Hive Knights? All of us have been killed by high night, Hive Knights. Ooh, is all what, which Guardian's name? Put, give me some names. <laughs> give me some names who was slaved by the basic... Lord Cognito. The, you know, a couple people. I'm talking about <laughs> great 
guardians. <laughs> I'm not talking about the, the dudes that just got to the tower. I'm talking about fabled guardians. Well, I'm, I just I'm pretty like, sure. I'm I'm pretty sure Mtash quit <laughs> Destiny because he couldn't get rid of one high boy. <laughs> Look, back off, back off, focus. My my point was, I just to me again, not saying it's impossible. But I just needed an explanation. And until I read the lore, what they put out of the game, then it made sense. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's just that you guys didn't communicate this well. That's all it mm. is. Because by the time he gets to Aldred, he's get he's all Sagira's gone. You've mm. already been in a weakened state. You used all your powers to try to kill Crota's children and all this other stuff. I found out that you could use Chaos Reach and the other supers, which I didn't even know he could do. Mm. But back on focus. That that's pretty much what Nomad is saying, where it's not a good job. When you don't say these things or show represent them in game, and we got to go read subtext and find out all this other stuff is it, it, to get the full context of it. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, mm -hmm. it is it is it is a, a devil of their own making, though, for Bungie, mm -hmm. because there's so many characters, so many storylines, mm -hmm. so many different threads. It's it's hard to keep up with it all and develop yep. content for it mm -hmm. on screen. I totally understand and respect that. Mm -hmm. Which is why I think an another thing that people have been calling for is resolution. Is just mm. like let's tie some of these things together so it makes your job easier. Yes. It makes our job easier trying to keep up with it. Yep. I'm mm. sure you know people like Bife and Myth and, and Anon. You know th th they're going to have less content if they go that <laughs> route. But uh, you know we'd, we'd have a richer story and we, yeah. we'd uh, be a lot more invested if that were mm -hmm. the case. And, and I still stand by my theory. Side note: uh, I forgot who agreed with me on this. It was so funny. I was like, we all know the real reason why Sakura is dead. And I was like, the voice actress is unavailable when they have to. Yeah. <laughs> this is typical Bungie. This is vintage Bungie. Like, they, they hire these very high profile voice actors and actresses who are also doing multiple other projects. And the thing with Bungie is they want you to come in a lot, do tweaks, do edits. You know what I'm saying? Because I knew, you know what I knew it was, it was, it was the deal, E? When he came back in season of Dawn and we didn't see Sakura at all. Mm. And I'm like, Wait a minute, how where is Sagira? Like, what's going on? Yeah, and that it, was a weird one. Yeah, I, that's why I said, like, yeah, voice actress is she, she's busy right now. But continue, continue with your the whole thing with the. Uh... I don't even know where yeah. we were. <laughs> yeah. No, it was like, well, oh no, the storytelling. But I missed, I missed a week. We missed a week, so I had to get yeah, that in. No, you're totally well, fine yeah. because, like, the storytelling. I was happy to see, and this is one thing I wish they would have done for what you just said when we logged in for Beyond Light and we got the animated storyboard. We played go like Cognito and I played through Ghost of Tsushima. They do animated kind of I say animated storyboard. I don't even know if that's the right term from a film guy. I could be butchering it, so sorry. But um concept art. Concept mm -hmm. art. Okay. There we go. They use those like animated art pieces to tell a story. And they did that mm -hmm. in Ghost of Tsushima with these like legendary side oh, quests you go through. So good. So and good. they explain so much in like a brief time. But it is, it's like, you're staring at the screen. As you said, it's on screen. Same thing mm -hmm. as as we're going through this mission, you go into the little side room and you see where he's got a sleeping bag set up and the curtain that was draped over him when he woke up. He's like, it was weird, but it's like, I felt like it was my, like the sheet that he was covered when, when he's dead, like he kept yeah, it. He kept and it. you see that and you're like, those little nuggets that you get from in-game stuff is true. But when you log in and you're like, why was Osiris in trouble? He lost, uh, he lost Sagira, and you're going, I'm sorry. Where did, where did that happen? And again, yeah. if they could have done just a little animated bit of, you know, here's him, here's him using all his powers. Sagira mm -hmm. does what, at least Cognito, I think, like, basically sacrificed yeah. herself. Sacrifice to save him. Yeah. yeah. And you could show that and be like, he's not in the best place, and now he's down there doing stuff he shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You could have showed that pretty briefly 
to give mm-hmm. a recap of what people may have missed. And that would have and been amazing. One last point, and we got we got to talk about it again. We missed last week. Um, you know the big con- the controversy. You know, as far as uh, I think it's a joke because it's no controversy. <laughs> but you know, as far as the whole Satan Osiris relationship, and like if the sadly the lore written in these grimoires off thing, it's there. You know, say it's there, and, and what a key thing that's missed, right? There was one before where Osiris is. I mean, uh, Saint was leaving notes or whatever in his ship. Then this one where he goes into you know the the moon and where Crotus, I mean, where what you call stuff got killed. He's doing this solo mission. Sagira's like, look, you are too weak. You've you've been you've been around the whole universe exploring why all those planets have disappeared, right? You went to Zavala to ask for um to help initially. Zavala says, look, all our resources are towards um Europa. We cannot help you. He then goes on by himself. As he v- goes deeper into the moon and his keep or wherever he's at, Sagira's like, look, you're in a weakened state. I don't think it's a good idea. He's like, no. You know, um, this is my one shot to eliminate all of them. You know, the Crota's kids and this one and the supplicant and all this and Ziva Wrath, all this is there in one spot. And he goes hand. That's when I find out he could use all these powers, right? He gets everything. Then the supplicant comes and then that way it gets serious and he's about to lose his light. Now, at that point, he then says something very key. He goes to like, yo, I need, I'm not, we're not going to make it out of this. You, like Curse of Osiris, Sagira, you go, you know, I'm going to die, whatever. You tell whoever, no, he goes, please tell Saint. And he's about to get into this very emotional thing. And she's like, no, one of us is going to make it. And then she does the self. It is so beautifully written, right? So that was the first hint, you know, and it's been these little trails of, of this relationship stuff. So again, it shouldn't be a surprise, again, if it was more, uh, you know, putting more in the game, stuff like that. But I just thought that was something that it was all there and that for people to bug out about that, it's it's a non-issue because it technically was there. But I, I had to get well, it's, that it's, it's It's lose-lose for them because no matter what, if you do any sort of, if you do any sort of non-heteronormative representation... Mm-hmm. Right. Non non white representation. Right. Non any normal representation. People will lose their shit. Yes. It, it doesn't matter if it's in lore, if it's in, on screen, people are going to mm-hmm. lose their shit regardless. Mm-hmm. That being said, you know, Season of Dawn was literally the story of how Osiris tried to break time and space to save one dude. Yeah. Wasn't that enough of a fucking hint? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he always says, my, yeah. my greatest failure was this. And then the last point where now let's get in game, right? Where we yeah. go to the mission again, he's going to the moon. They say, "Hey, Osiris is in trouble. Go save him." Okay, boom. You go down deeper. There's a part where he tells you, the player, "Look, if I don't make it, please tell Saint." Like again, mm-hmm. your dying wish. You tell that to your loved one. All right. That's mm-hmm. what that is, right? So then your ghost, Nathan, no, it wasn't Nolan North, whatever. Nolan North. He yeah. goes, "No, we're saving tell you. Yep. Tell you, him you tell him yourself." Yep. And again. Connection. Can we should, just it, get it should, the bro hug on screen for the love of yeah, God? Yeah, gotta go Come down. on. I mean, you talked about that. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah we said go. that a I long just, time ago. Like he yeah. came out of time. We never got to see them shake mm-hmm. hands, br- hug mm-hmm. it out. Nothing. He just was like tower. Didn't even like <laughs> yeah. stop by <laughs> yeah. the sundial. Be like, dude, love you, man. Yep. Thank you very much. I gotta go set up shop. You hold out here. <laughs> it's been a while. Zero. And I'm like, how Zero. do you do that to so these two iconic characters? Yeah. I still never know. That was such. 
a, well, hopefully now that everything why, is out there. I'm sorry, get get no man. Why don't they put them two together in together? Town? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I think it's coming. I think now because again of the backlash, because everybody was putting the tea leaves together. Like, look, I'm the biggest Osiris fan, but that's my man. I started putting it together. I'm like, yeah, these two are really close. I was like, okay, I get it, no doubt. That's my man, whatever. So, but the thing is, it's like they. I guess there was some backlash on Twitter or social media. And yeah. people are like, there's no way, you know, the dude bros out there, there's no way, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's just friends, bro. Yeah, these, these, people live a, <laughs> these people live a very sheltered existence. They clearly yeah. don't understand. They're bad they, at a fictional character having a relationship. Okay, I, cool, I, whatever. I, I think I think a lot of people's perceptions were shattered because St. Fortinus is like Yeah, the huge. epitome of, yeah. yeah. And it turns out he's a massive bear, you know? <laughs> like, they've never heard the term bear in real life. <laughs> Although I, I just, I just have, I just have some questions. That was a beautiful setup. <laughs> I, I just have some questions though, and I, I'm not sure we can talk about it because I know there are kids who watch this. How does the relationship physically work? I know where you. Oh yeah, facts. Oh no, though. last time we literally got yeah, into it last though. episode or it was two or it was two weeks ago. We were like, we're, we were trying to figure out who's the big spoon and the little spoon. So we were. Oh my god, we went into this already. <laughs> yeah, we. we actually, Would you want we, there we to be a spoonies metal? I know, because the thing is, my gut. Is because he's an EXO, right? I know now we do a real deep door live, you know, relationship Heads up, with kids, these two. Go, take a break. Yeah. <laughs> take a break here. We go deep diving. Yeah. <laughs> um my assumption, but see, even my assumption is wrong because he's an EXO, right? Mm. So unless because then the, the writer said that they've always been, both of those two, right? Mm. And I'm like, okay. So if that's the kick, did he did Osiris know him prior to becoming an exo? Doesn't it seem like it because it's fourteen. He's on four, generation he's on fourteen, four, right? So that part, I agree. I don't know that part. I, well, we I know can't. we we know exos don't lose their sentience. We know even right. just with the exo stranger that there is a um, like a lot of like there's a lot of characters still there. There's still a human there, right? Um, so naturally, they're subject to the same development that normal humans are going through. Like they'll learn new things. They'll right. They'll but can attach to things. Have a sexual relationship. Let's just get it out there. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if an exo can have a sexual relationship. I think it's strongly implied that our guardians are asexual as well. Right. Um, that's what. Yeah. That's okay. But this seems to break that. Right. Maybe it's just a pure emotional relationship. I don't yeah. know. I was Those like, maybe too. to like. Platonic to like level twelve to a point of may not nah, be. Nah, he left your bed. Left the, the notes in the ship that said my fiery bird. <laughs> he, got, <laughs> he, got, he he got the notes. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it. No, this no, is more. Platonic's the wrong word. Is yeah, not what I mean. What I mean more. But as you said, like it's an emotional connection, not as much physical. But that's still right. to a point of like love between those two and a connection to where it's like it's an un you know mm-hmm. you know it's ride or die type. I mean they're yeah. those they're that for each other and that shouldn't mm-hmm. be a quite like the that yeah. type of relationship for guardians as you said if they're asexual and they get reborn all the time and mm-hmm. they got exo bodies and stuff like does anatomy work together who knows but it's yeah. like are they still you know laying what, in bed together like spooning 100 <laughs> percent. like are they snuggling kevin up said absolutely it best. shout out to kevin he said it best he said can we just say that love transcends any sort of physical absolutely yep absolutely yeah. you're right that, you're that right. says you're it right. well that's absolutely it's beautifully said brother beautifully unless said. you have an anime profile picture on twitter <laughs> oh, somebody somebody bag. said it earlier. They're like, he's an exo. He's got the vibration setting, right, or something. Oh so. my god! <laughs> Yo, you're stupid. I can't with you. 
How do, how do we go from something so beautiful to absolute jealousy in like 20 <laughs> seconds? <laughs> we went so left with it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, no, no, we had to, we missed a week, so we had to talk about all these things. But again, the, the cool thing. Though? Yeah, because um, I mean, I mean the the, the Saint. No, okay. Panlantis is like Elsie's exo body, though, and everybody's like, "Yeah, wouldn't matter." <laughs> Those people yeah, who were hot for her didn't matter yeah, what. Yeah, Elsie so. yeah, got the curves. But um, what I was gonna say is, but yeah, it was sh- shout out to the I forgot the the, the narrative teams, uh, the writer, and um, what you call it. Basically, when he revealed it, and he basically said, "Look, you know, we re- re- wrote them this way." For a long time and it basically shattered all that dude bro stuff that is no way possible that kind of stuff and that was cool to see you know and um at the end of the day like i said it don't change nothing. he still the god to me still my man like ain't nothing changed for me like still the greatest warlock ain't I'm, I'm lit so it's just funny to see people get emotional but also the positive out of it was so many people rally behind it. and shout out to that artist you put me on to who did the most amazing and, yeah oh um, my the most beautiful Picture of them, I was like, "Wow, that is really well done." Like, really, well. yeah. I've followed her for a long time. Hers is always a very cool mm-hmm. style. Um, yeah, I'm actually working with her on something. But yeah. Not, oh, okay. Oh, top secret, <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> it it's like not anytime soon, but yeah. Okay. So yeah, I was like, but we go through. This is this is like I know a random tangent, but this is what this game can do. For those who are like into it this long and pay attention to the lore and all these things that we seem to know about the story, again, if it's plastered in front of you, like not all things can be there, but the big stuff like that, mm-hmm. yeah, put a little bit more in front of us and you're going to have a, a much more engaged community who understands where you're going with the story, who gets the little nuances. It's like there's – it's for me when I've watched more TV shows and stuff more recently as it seems to be this like – you watch like network television, you get these like, you know, character or villain of the week. And now you see different styles of telling stories to where you get like, it takes eight episodes to do certain things. Yes. And it's like, you know, more on like cable TV and stuff like that. And the way HBO does like Game of Thrones earlier on. But mm-hmm. you get more of the nuance of like the characters and the little lines that they say and the little things that they do to build depth to a character. And I've really liked some of the, not all TV is great, but it's like some mm-hmm. of those more detailed, longer stories. And I like yeah. that style of telling a story. And I wish mm-hmm. they would do more of that. They have so much, as you said, oh, under so the much. surface of Destiny that they could do amazing storytelling in this game, but they just sometimes miss that opportunity. Mm. Honestly, I think it's just resources. I mean, that's fair too, but... I think it's not, not that big excuse. I don't, I, I, don't think, I don't think it's resources. It seems like management and priorities. Because mm, Bungie does have deep pockets. We know this. Being that you brought that up, I think that's a perfect segue hey, into... Old, what are you going to talk about? <laughs> oh, because we, we already finished off Hawkmoon. No, because we have to talk about Hawkmoon the gun itself. Mm-hmm. Yes, which is a big point of contention here. <laughs> <laughs> Had to do it. Yeah. It's finally Let's time, it. so it's speaking here. Of, speaking of deep pockets, how <clears throat> I'm doing everything in my power to not buy those ornaments. Oh my <laughs> God. Oh, yeah, I need them. I need them in my life. Look kind of crispy, man. Mm-hmm. So, uh, thoughts on the gun itself, its functions, and just like the way the new gun works. I wanted to get your thoughts. Let's get Nomad. No, you guys speak first because... Uh, you, ready, I, you, ready, you ready for the fireworks? <laughs> I, I, need, I need to hear what you guys think of it. 
Uh, Cognito, you're first. I asked. I'm first. Oh Lord! All right, here we go. This is what the, this is what the people been waiting for. We've been sitting <laughs> on this for a while. This hot topic. Shout out to Forte who called my phone when uh, Hot Moon came out, which is kind of hilarious. Um, look, here's the deal. Um, for me, and I, like I said, I state my position on the gun itself. You know, for what it seems right now, obviously the precision hits, and then you get that last thing, which is the paracausal shot, which does the extra damage and stuff like that. Then we have the unique nature of an exotic with random rolls, right? So that's a whole new bag of thing. Now, let's get it. Black Island. I'm, I'm, I'm going Black Island. I'm ready. I'm ready. Here's the thing. The point of contention before this whole reveal was, you know, Luke Smith came out in the post and said, hey, Hawk Moon is coming back. But guess what, people? It's not going to have any damage perks. This is what this man said. I have it documented. We, we have it on screen. This man said this, right? So under his own words and what he said, all I said was, I'm willing to see what they do with the weapon, right? Thus, we had the point of contention, which Ibantis and Forte eloquently stated, <laughs> which I understand everything they are saying because they're Hawkmoon fans. And they're saying, look, in order to keep the essence of the weapon, it should come back with damage dealing perks. And if it doesn't, don't call it Hawkmoon. I agree. <laughs> but that's the part that seems to get missed, right? I, I agree, right? All, I, all, all Cognito was saying is, being that Luke Smith said this, it was not going to happen. It was going to be something completely different. And we reimagined, right? Under those words, all I said was, well, let me just see what they do with it. Because at the end of the day, they may do something creative. It may be cool. And that's it. So when the gun comes out, and shout out to E for you know sending me the joint, sending me the, the, the data mind or whatever it was we found, you know, that it came out. And I'm like, oh, damage dealing perks. <laughs> I'm like, you lied, Luke Smith. Like, like, not that I'm mad that he lied. Like, look, at the end of the day, this is what the fans want. I'm happy you guys get mostly the spirit of the weapon, right? So being at the damage. So now it's like there's no argument to be had because there's nothing. He didn't do what he said he was going to do. So there's no argument now. Now it just comes down to how, you know, how much does the, the Hawk Moon hardcore like what happened? And that's it. But as far as me, it's over because he didn't do what he said he was going to do, which was not give it damage perks. It has damage perks. So that's where I'm at with it. I was just like, yo, interesting, cool. You know, I want to see how it does in PVE with the extra shot. Looked at your powerful. I want to see how, um, you know, the random rolls, how that gets applied. How do we acquire that? That kind of stuff. And that's it. But as far as I'm concerned, it's over. It's like, they didn't do what they said they was going to do. <laughs> so it's nothing else to discuss for me. But I'll leave it to you, E, because people coming at my line like, yeah, what do you think, Cog? And I'm like, I'm not mad about anything. There's no argument to be had. <laughs> that's where I'm at with it. So continue, so for me, when it comes to mm -hmm. Hawkmoon, it was mm -hmm. a very specific thing. It was holding aces, your two yes. random bullets that would do what it did. Uh, mm -hmm. Now, does the gun sound crispy? Absolutely. Love the sound mm -hmm. of the gun. Sounds honestly really, really good. If It's at least mm -hmm. what in call. my mind I remember. It's at least what in my mind I remember the gun sounding like in D1. Mm -hmm. I haven't played D1 in a little while, but it sounds pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, but... Mm -hmm. When it comes to the way it functions, and this is what our main argument was, 
you could even still have damage perks on it. But it was like, my question is, why still call it Hawkmoon? If it's got these like paracausal building perks now, and then you get one that giant damage shot in the end. Now there may be lore in there about Hawkmoon that I don't know. You guys Ooh. said it was a weapon very much tied to the light. And I understand like the crow and birds and feathers and hawks. I get the connection of what they're going for. So I see where it mm -hmm. worked. But also it's like you take a gun that was like just kind of a random. It was mostly PVE or PVP is where that thing was mostly used before because it was mm -hmm. not so much a PVE weapon and cannons primaries are tough. And it was all about the random shots. And it was like, it felt good most of the time. And it was a good hand cannon. Every so often you got that one, you were like, damn. And then every blue moon, you'd get the two where you're like, bing. And it was the bing. double tap and it felt oh, yeah. really good. But most of the time, the gun still felt good. You just had those moments where sometimes it was a two tap. And that was part of the whole luck in the chamber and holding aces. Mm -hmm. And it was the idea you had those perks working together. Mm -hmm. Now, I've heard it described very much as now a very high skill, skill weapon. You got to hit six crits, but that second one can almost one tap body somebody with like 280 body damage if you have that pure seven stack, mm -hmm. which is insanely powerful. You put that in a highly skilled person's hands, that's lethal, which is really cool. But my biggest issue is like, it doesn't function remotely the same way. Oh, he's bad. I didn't know about this. I'm bad. We talking. No, I'm just saying like, it's, it's a very different feeling weapon. So now the lore tie in may be there, but for me, it's like, why can't this just be a different hand? It has paracausal <gasps> shots. This, I, I mean, this is my this. thoughts. Yeah. No, no, let it out, bro. No, no let it out, like, brother. I'm, I'm educated. I'm, I'm learning. I was, like, there, I was like, and that's why I was like, I'm not the expert on the lore and I'm not going to claim to be, but it's like you have something now with paracausal shots. You're charging this thing up. You have this thing. It's a connection with the traveler. Why does that have to be a gun that like somehow we're like rebuilding from the top? Like, the lore is kind of cool behind it, but the function of the gun still throws right. me to call it Hawkmoon. So you like it should Hawk Bird. This is this 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 is not Hawkmoon. <laughs> it could be yeah, any bird, other name. Bird, bird. Any other name, honestly, at this point. <laughs> Hawkbird, fine. But it's just like for me, that's like they could have made something else have this like connection to Crow and be its weapon as opposed to a D1 that doesn't have the same perks. And this is just like me probably having a stupid hang up at this point, and I'll admit that. My man, except this phase. Hey, I, 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 that's the but, first time you ever admitted that. No, but I, I'm proud like, of that. And part. that's the thing. But it's also it's like it. It's one of those where it's also the idea is like we're in Destiny Two. Mm. How about a new weapon as well? If you're gonna make I, I, like I, I, perks I, 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 that function completely differently, give me something mm -hmm. different. So that's that's my main thing. I haven't used it that much. I used it a little bit. I got to practice. And again, my crucible skills are only okay. Need to take some tutelage mm -hmm. from our guest, but. Um, <laughs> I gotta ask you a question before we pass it to the. I gotta because this no, is a, you gotta well, ask. this is a, yeah, yeah. this is us working through it, bro. We're working through it right now, right? <laughs> What's up? So, <laughs> like, we have nomads over therapy. there, like, yeah, what like, this am is my, I dealing this with is my right destiny now? <laughs> brother. Like, me and him, we have to work through things. So, let me let me ask you this. So, when you when you saw the paracausal shot, right, and you found out it was damage, right? So, a part of you says that's cool, but that ain't hawk moon, right? And that ain't enough. Is it's not Hawkmoon. It's not that it's not right. enough. Okay. It's okay. not that that's not an exotic perk when you mm -hmm. can see a damage hit for, what did I hit, like 53,000 damage mm -hmm. with a primary hand cannon? I was like, mm -hmm. holy shit. Like, right. that yeah. was huge. But I was like, I'm happy though. Like, doesn't it feel good inside that you were like, this is a powerful exotic well, that okay, is one, strong? Part of Hawkmoon was the random nature of the weapon. 
you want a do you want a one tap somebody? That's what this all. I can honestly you, tell you, I don't think I ever. Want, want, that's all. Listen, no, you no, want that one I tap? I can honestly tell you, fear. I don't think I ever one tapped somebody because I don't ever think I had them both hit but at the same time. But you want the opportunity that at any time you want to roll a dice I like just, the slots. No, honestly, in Vegas. it doesn't have to double. I was fun uh-huh. to just two tap sometimes. Right. I never got the you one hit. I don't okay, know if so I ever remember okay, okay. one. But it was more mm-hmm. the random nature because it was holding aces and luck in the chamber. It was those two combined I that made it like, what it was. No, I, I, I and you I, could I, literally I, I, hear the bullet sound yeah, different when you sound, got yeah. it. I, I feel, now I'm you're like you're building this buff up slowly over time. Now, okay. granted, for skilled players, they're probably going to enjoy it even more and, because and they can. Ba- bet and, and on for it. balance, and for balance, I get call it something else. <laughs> That's just me. So I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> I, it could be hot. Somebody said it in chat. I'm going to rename the title of my video to Not Moon. Whatever it is. But yeah. I'm like, so, the weapon you, no, is, the, like, I love the quest. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Like, the weapon's unique. Like, the building of the damage. It's mm-hmm. actually... So, now, again, it's an exotic, and it's a primary. So, pairing that against many other exotics in the heavy slot and mm-hmm. other things, I still don't know much that's going to be used. Mm-hmm. But, it's cool. Mm-hmm. But, it shouldn't be called Hawk Moon. And that's just where I'm going to leave my now, piece here, of it. You know, you know your 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 fellow Hawkbone brother, uh, who you both attack me viciously. Like he has now joined the side of I'm happy with what they did. Well, then and I'm he, on a separate side than him, so that's no. Fine. I just want to let you so, know where your brother's at. <laughs> and then he, that's fine. So, but cool, it's cool, just cool. like right. for me, it's a cool gun. I like the story you went through for it. The quest was amazing. Mm-hmm. I like what they're doing with Crow. I understand Crow and Hawk and Birds and Feathers. Get it all. <laughs> just just stop calling just don't Hawk call Moon. it Hawk Cause... Moon. Call it anything else. That's all. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> okay, so we we okay, working Nomad, it out. Yeah. Nomad is back to you, Where are you our at Steve after guess. All of our stupid This was yes. weeks and pent up frustration with me and us. We had to just get it out. We had to talk it out. Where you at now? Uh, first of all, I just want to commend your uh your stubbornness on this particular <laughs> This is your hill to die on, clearly. Apparently. And um, you Nomad, talk to I, I would I would I would encourage you to climb off the ledge because this is this will this is going down a path you you can't return from. <laughs> you you're missing out on the joys of what is and is now objectively Hawkmoon. I I understand your position. Mm. I understand it and 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 I I applaud your principle but <laughs> Shit's changed. <laughs> okay, and it's time to it's it's time to accept yes. that your kids have grown up. They've gone yes. to college. I love no bad. You coming back every any time you want to come back, bro. <laughs> you, you keep on talking. Gonna talk. have to get that approval first, son. You can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he said no, 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 no. He's gonna have to have his people speak to our people before he come back on this show. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. And I just want I, I just want you to know that you know. It's okay for vegetables to taste good now. It's okay to not like sugary foods anymore. Yeah. Oh, it's, okay. It's, so it's, we're it's doing important. this now. Yeah, we're doing it's, this. It's this is ver- the condiment, man. This is the session for E. Continue. Continue. It, 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 is, it is important to realize that a midlife crisis is a real thing. And <laughs> that you will that. want to buy a Porsche and you will have to forsake the Corvette a, and oh. you will want to do the Porsche. Um, but... And it, and it all starts with little signs, little signs like the one we're experiencing today in front of a live audience where you are admitting freely that you cannot love this child because it is not natural born. <laughs> he is, is forsaken this child. I will child. say, if nothing else, my stubbornness got this li- this monologue here out of Nomad and it is worth every minute of it. So keep going. <laughs> this I'm is just going to say gold. that, you know. This is gold. 
you did adopt it, and I understand where you're coming from. It doesn't look like you. It doesn't feel like you. But there is still time to give it a nurturing, loving home. And I think you ought to because Hawkmoon, in my hot take of an opinion, which Let's shouldn't go. mean much, but somehow it does, Let's go. is the perfect 140. Mm. Nice. Break it down. Break it down. So could you wait? So you, are you implying that with these changes, Lord no man, you're a lord now. Lord no man, that that somehow this gun could potentially be equal or better than its original state? That Bungie could somehow have crafted a way to, I would to like appease that? To say that as a PvP player, mm-hmm. as professed scum of the earth, <laughs> the fact that n- Hawkmoon's unique trait of having damage-dealing perks or damage or having a huge damage boost is deterministic and based on how good I am on a certain day makes me very happy. I think it's an improvement. I do want to ask you, actually. No, I just want to ask you about your thoughts for an exotic random rolls. What do you think about that? This is weird. This changes destiny for me. Because... I don't know how to feel about this because I loved having the consistency of an exotic. It's an exotic. It's a wild, right? It's supposed to be absolutely wild. It changes the way you play the game. Mm-hmm. But now we're adding another layer on top of that. Yeah. Like, I understand the customizability. I know that we're moving more towards the MMO side of the MMO FPS mm-hmm. with the stasis subclass and the trees and everything. And then you have random rolls on top of exotics, which makes it even more. By the way, I'm not looking forward to that with armor. Yeah. Oh, Wait, yeah. no, we already kind of have that yeah. with armor, with stats and everything. I, I don't like that, personally. I think this should be always high stat, but you can get 59 ex- drop exotics, which I don't know. Oh, that's still pissing yeah, me off, yeah. yeah. Um, but for, for weapons, it has the potential to make a good gun great, a bad exotic good, or a ridiculous exotic even more ridiculous, which I think is the case with Hawkmoon, because you pair that with opening shot... Yep. You're not mm. missing a gun. You're not missing your first shot ever again. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah. With the huge. max stability as well for, for controller users, mm-hmm. it's going to be the de facto gun in yeah. the Crucible when, when we get random rolls with it. Yeah. I mean, I think you said it, said it well. I think that's the uncharted territory we're all in right now, right? Mm. You know, this introduction of random roll on an exotic. And I'm in the same boat. Like, I don't know how to feel about it. There's, there's a part of me that says, like you said, you want that consistency, that static, you know, nature of something that's supposed to be already amazing mm. versus, you know, this kind of potentially cool thing. But then again, what if you get the bad version of the whole, like, you know what I'm saying? Like versus, like you said, you don't get to open this shot one or you get it. I don't know how I, I'm, I got to well, see it. I don't know. Th- if I mm. get a I mean, sniper exotic that's got hip fire grip on it, I'm going to lose my <laughs> mind. <laughs> I was if I if I get uh if I get whisper of the worm with hip fire grip instead of uh, <laughs> any I'm gonna just be like no no this is all this is awful but oh, yeah if God. you get a hawk moon that can also run surplus and you're running around not using your abilities and you're that almost turns hawk moon if you don't use your abilities almost into like Telelock at that point mm. surplus at that point has potential it was like but you said opening shot just your first one every time like do do hello first shot. Hello, but that's like that's gonna be amazing. Yeah, hundred percent. It's it's the the thing that really like I understand why they're doing it. It's it's definitely a uh, testing. It's a test bed for future exotics. Yes, I don't know if they're gonna if they're gonna astroturf the the previous exotics and reintroduce them with random rolls. 
Justin saying, uh, random roll, Yotun Wen. Oh, uh, Lord. Which yeah, Justin's in the back. That's Captain Brad himself right there. That's the um, already know. Mm-hmm. Well, let's focus on getting a Yotun Catalyst with insane tracking first. Oh, <laughs> before Please. Before the random rolls. Please, just Anyways, catalysts we- everywhere. With uh, with random roll exotics, you're going to extend the longevity of the game, mm-hmm. but I'm just concerned that there isn't enough deterministic sources for exotics to begin with for this to be mm-hmm. a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this unless one... They, and, okay, go, go ahead. No. No, I was just saying, unless they... Do you think maybe they, like, zero hour it in a sense of... You know, you I pick... saw one thing. I just don't know if you guys want me oh, to say it. Let's do it. I mean, I, I'm all for this. Basically, sure, the only thing it. I saw is that we are rerunning that final mission mm-hmm. on harder difficulty yep. to have a chance for it. Which a, I was just about to say that. Yeah. Is that like a once a week drop? Do you run it 7,000 times until you get the one you want? How does that work? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, theoretically, there's certain things like we would like this for other stuff, too. And mm-hmm. honestly, I love the way they're doing the Lost Sectors. Like, I need to go get an exotic helmet. Those are really cool. I love what they did. Now... Granted, I will say, for the Lost Sector's random tangent and talking to my brother, for somebody who's not great at soloing, they don't have a way to get those exotics right now. Zero. Mm. Which is a problem. Now, you could have a really low chance to run with a group, and I could run, like, my brother, mm. like, with those Lost Sectors on, like, 12, like, maybe 1280, it's a little bit higher as a group, but solo, you're, like, next to guaranteed. Mm. Some variation, but if you can't do something solo that's challenging... yeah. Period. Can't, there's no there's no random chance at all anywhere that I feel like does need looked at. Me as a solo player, so. I love it. Yeah, because I sat there and I was like twelve fifty. It's just for the quest. I was like, I went through like it was whatever concealed mm-hmm. void. I think that day, five minutes, mm-hmm. four champions lockout. Four minutes. Eh, I'll finish it this time. Let me see if I get an exotic. I think I got mm-hmm. two sets of boots or whatever it was that day, and mm-hmm. I finished it up on my own. But it's like. I've done the 1250s and I've practiced them. For the average player, they may not be like, yes, I don't know tough. what it's like to face champions and set up my loadout right. Do, oh, do you have Xenophage? If I you're a new player right now, dude, sunsetting dude, and trying to find yeah. loadouts for this stuff. I was looking Bro. for a Void Scout rifle. Bro. I um, found let me, <laughs> one. I had to go. Yo, that's what I realized how barren the loot pool was because I'm like, yo, the stuff that I need, some of this is sunset. Most of this is, I was, there was one I was looking for like an arc, something was it an auto or something. I was just like, yo, or a scout. And arc, I, I was auto. like, Uriel's gift. That's it. Yeah. You, thank you. I that's was it. like, yo, that's it. And I'm like, I don't even have, I think I must have broken down a while ago. So it, it really highlighted. Blues the, exist. Yeah. Yeah. That's true too. But I'm, I ain't trying to get my light level destroyed. <laughs> like, I'm not that good. I'm not eight. He is the 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 nightfall soloist, the dungeon soloist. That's what he does. Yeah. Little old me, you grab, you know, grab me a fire team, coordinated effort. I'm in there. I'll knock it out. Now the pressure is on me to get these champions out there. Now the pressure is on me to efficiently. And then the thing that's pissing me off is you stun them. They can shoot you. You stun. You get. I'm getting lashed by 1280s. I'm just I, like, yo. I cannot tell you how much Ugh. I cannot stand some champ. Ch- <laughs> Let's go. This is about it, yeah. to make me go like. <laughs> Let's go. Let's. I know the what you're way do. champions are designed in theory may be okay. One, right. I hate, and that's a just strong word, but it's don't fitting it. for this. I know what you're gonna say. Overload barrier, getting their health back just annoys Instant. me so much. Overload especially <laughs> because captains. Yeah. Overloads I, need to die. 
Yeah. Overloads suck, but over I was mm-hmm. watching them in what is it Exodus Garden? I think it's called. It's the mm-hmm. Fallen Cosmodrome one. Mm-hmm. And I was in there, and it was like the first Overload Captain you get to. And I was working out on twelve eighty, and I was just like streaming, and I was like practicing. And I eventually got mm-hmm. it done, but I can't tell you how I watched him go. Bzz, 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 yeah. bzz. He teleported like six times, and I just looked at him once, <laughs> and I'm well, like, I'm sorry, yeah. what? Oh, so, so frustrating. No, I so can't. Like, champions, I don't love. Overload. Here's this guy coming at you. You have to stop him. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. retreat if you need to, but his health doesn't come back, and you can make that progress, and you can understand it. Oh, I staggered this guy. Oh, I sneezed the wrong direction. Health comes back. It feels yeah, like the they've way. done a line before you see them. Yeah. Do what? It, it feels like they've done a line before you've seen them. Yeah, okay. yeah. They all want to play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, my main issue is I feel my my major thing, I'll even deal with that. I know you don't like that part. But barrier servitors are another thing. Oh, yeah, that's another. I don't feel it's fair. If I stun them, they're still able to shoot. Like that to me is a bit much. Like at the at the point of the stun. It can't be free. True, but I mean, I think it I feel like it's not enough of a window from the stun. Like, there's times where the stun happens and they're still able to get the shot off right. and you get one shot and killed. And I'm just like... Mm. Oh, it's very inconsistent. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, you've got minotaurs that are like mid-slap and you're dead and they're stunned and you're like, how'd that work? Yeah, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh, here we go. But no, I mean, it is what it is. No, it's like, I... Yeah. Champions seem to be sticking around. Yeah, they're not going nowhere. But I don't love their implementation currently in right. multiple ways. It's like... I sat there and eventually worked through, but I was using the cold snap grenade, the one that travels along the ground. You don't know how many I missed trying to hit that damn captain because it's going to trail to it, but he warps. <laughs> dusk field grenade. Dusk field, Okay, brother. here's yeah. the issue with the dusk, dusk field, field grenade. As dusk it continually field. taps the a 1280, their mm-hmm. health goes back so fast, you can barely kill them. If you're by yourself and you're using something mm-hmm. small, if you're using like a primary to try and kill an overload with dusk field, mm-hmm. The way it like tags them and as it continually taps them, it like it stops the stun. That was why I switched to the other one because it would hit them and stop. They wouldn't do anything. And then I could, I ended up using Lament to just smash them anyway. Right. But like the Dusk Field, I watched a video even online and it kind of happened to me too. When you throw that one, it's mm-hmm. staggering them, but it's like also untriggering, like taking them out of stagger. Right. So then their health is coming back almost faster. Hmm. And it may have been just a weird circumstance, but I've seen some weird stuff with overloads and dusk field and mm. I, yeah. I know it's Warlock not consistent. Has the the stasis thing to, to extend yeah. slowed effects. I don't know if you guys have that for Yeah, your, it's an aspect yeah. we all yeah. do. Okay, okay. I didn't know. Or fragment, sorry. Because I, I use that one. I mean, I don't really encounter once I get them in there, they they they're usually good. So Yeah. It's a I wanna just I just want to go back to something you said, Imantis. Uh just the is is if 1250s cannot be soloed by new players for these mm-hmm. exotics that's a bad thing i'm not sure that it is i think that for us for all three of us right now we are objectively some of the best players in the game because we're talking about it and like yeah. talk, having a podcast and like we're involved Absolutely. in the community mm-hmm. you're a youtuber abantus like we make content for this game and so people look to us for advice and guidance and all that so we have ability that the general populace does not. So for us, you know, perhaps we might be 
overcorrecting on that a little bit. I feel like sometimes okay. when, when we have these discussions, you have people who say it's not difficult enough. And then there's other people who say, well, we're the exception, so it should be a little bit easier for everyone else. Mm -hmm. And I think the truth is somewhere in between. 1250 to me, first of all, is not particularly hard to get to 1250. If you follow the powerfuls and the pinnacles, that's very easy now. It just takes time. Right. Secondly, the, 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 the challenge itself for 1250 is, is staying in cover. It's not going up, uh, going up and forth and being particularly specced out for your builds. Mm. Um, you could go in there with a pretty vanilla loadout and only have things for like overload and barrier, right? For one of the lost sectors. Um, for if match game is a thing, then that ramps up the difficulty. 1280s is where it gets really challenging yeah. for the solo player. Ooh, that's and that's, right that's, that's where the, I think the challenge is disproportionate to solo mm. players who are not also involved with, with, with the community and up to date on the latest mods and strats and all the rest uh, of it. So to me, the question is, when, you look, when you're Bungie and you're looking at these activities, do you have a base difficulty in mind? Do you, do you look at what is the average difficulty? What is the average completion rate of a raid? Mm. What is the average completion rate of a nightfall? What is the average completion rate of a strike? Where is the average difficulty? Right. And how do you account for that for these lost sectors? Versus the more philosophical, nebulous discussion, how worth it, how exotic should an exotic feel now that's where that's where me and you are in pocket right there yeah no and that's where i kind of reeled my emotion back in because look i'm gonna be shout out to justice in the chat because i'm very jealous of him he's got my favorite warlock uh bug-eyed exotic that i still don't have yet don't, oh, I don't ran, course, yeah oh bro i ran the 1250 like 12 times this thing will not drop so then when it finally comes it's 1280 and i'm like i can't beat this 1280 it's killing me right now. It, it, I just don't have the load. I have certain weapons that are great in certain spots of the entire encounter, right? There's certain spots where I can just lay back without break prime and just rip through um, hydras and bosses, even with anti-barrier. And it's just wonderful. And then there's, you know, the, our friends, the overloads who run, run you down. And, yeah. and then it's like, mm, you know what I'm saying? So it's certain loadouts and certain things, you know, that I, I can do. So... I ran it and I'm just like, yo, this thing is not dropping. And I'm just yeah. like, it, it was just frustrating me that I, I can't get it. But there is a part of me, get back to my man, no man, that's like, you know what? This is making me value this exact. Like when I get this thing, like that's going to be my bug eyed dawn, of course. Like, cause I bled sweat and tears for this. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I do like that because I do feel that. There is a part of Destiny the last, I don't know, couple of years, I say about a year, two years, where That's they just give it two. Yeah. <laughs> Destiny two. Like where they just giving out these exotics as soon as the season pass is given to you. Like, here you go. Exotic. Oh, I I, I've even complained yeah. about that too. One hundred percent. I can't stand when you log in, mm -hmm. here's an exotics, and you're like, why is it an mm -hmm. exotic? You just took the value out of it by giving it to me. Mm -hmm. Going right. through the weapon quests. And believe me, it's like from my perspective, I love the Lost Sector grind. Like the way the 1250s feel, the challenge I go through, mm -hmm. I've knocked out, I've started to work on the 1280s, starting to knock those out as well. And for me, that feels good. I'm just mm -hmm. like, I'm trying to like, and I'm with you. It's like some exotics should be hard to get. I get it. No. I was like, and if you take a 1280 and I have somebody with me, maybe it's an even smaller chance, but it's still, that's going to be a challenge with that other person. I'm and I'm with you. It's like it's tough because for me, I go through 1250s. I've been lucky. I've had a lot of drops. I've had two icefall mantles. I've had like more boots than I know what to do with. Like my exotic drops from these things have been Bro. stupid, and Can I don't I, understand I gotta, that. 
I got to be the rock. This is the disrespectful part. When I'm running the, the 1250s or whatever, right? They don't even give me an exotic something. They give me a blue and a coke and a smile. <laughs> and I'm like, you cannot do this. This disrespectful, bro. <laughs> like, I just did all this. And you going to give me the blue with the coke and the smile? Like, come on, man. Do you want like fries that, with that? <laughs> what you said? Do you want fries with that? <laughs> I know, right? Can he give me some fries with it? Can he give me something with it? Like, that part, I was like, we got to work on the RNG part, though. Like, because mm-hmm. if I'm doing a 1250, I know there's people that's less skilled. The 1250 is going to be feel like the 1280 to, you know, to, to them. You know what I'm saying? So I just want that that to get in there. You know what I'm saying? Because I only the only one that dropped on my first time was the necratic grip. My mm. first time doing it, it dropped. Well, you so got the f- good one already. <laughs> I want I did my, my dawn blood. I need, need your that. dawn, your fire swords. Oh man, it, it's gonna transform top tier um what you call it, uh dawn blade for me. I I I can't wait to I got some builds in my mind I want to do and I can't do it yet. But that's all I just want them to fix the drop rate a little bit. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if they do like a checklist Mm -hmm. or like some type of protection. Like if you Mm -hmm. clear a 1280 like three times, probably should be an exotic. Yeah, where's the protection? I I was like in that, yeah, the kind of the drop protection of, Mm -hmm. and again, but yeah, it's like you log in a different day. Who knows? Does everything reset? Is it the lost sector itself? Do you have to come back for who knows? And that's why I was like, I don't know the right balance. And that's where it's tough for me to say. For me, I walked through like I was farming the 1250. For champions for the Hawkmoon quest. Five minutes, mm. bam, 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 knock it out, log out, go back, do it again. And I was like, mm-hmm. I had that thing down to a science. And it was like, fine, cool, all right. And I was like, mm-hmm. and I got most of the 1250s to that level. 1280s, definitely more nuanced, slower, that's a yeah. thing. And for the love of God, heavy ammo synths win. So good. Yeah. Sometime. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it's, it's like, okay. it you is have like, heavy, you, you have heavy ammo finder now. I, I was heavy it ammo sucks. everything. <laughs> no, every every ammo fire. I'll be putting them finders on fact. Yeah. But it's like, and that's what I was like for me. I sit there and I make the guide, but then I talk to somebody from another perspective and they're like, it pisses me off because it's the only place to get them. And I'm like, I don't know how to balance that. Cause for me, I can march that over and over and over and I'm eventually gonna yeah, get yeah. it. For somebody else, it's like it's out of reach. And it to them, it's like it's not there. And I'm like, but for your state, also for me, and I've preached about this for however many episodes of this podcast, mm-hmm. I want exotics to feel exotic. I said that. Two we years later, we did say that. We did say that. Long ago. And but if it, when exotics don't feel special, what's the point? Yeah, so if, it's this weird judge's scale of I don't know how to balance it all. If it's yeah. out of reach and you want it, wouldn't that just encourage you to get a ladder? I mean, talk about it. It's that's why I made the guide. That's literally why I made the guides because, like, I know people want these things. Here's what I use. And I've tried to make them as new player friendly as possible not using yeah. xenophage if i'm gonna go farming right. xenophage is amazing but i'm like yeah. basic machine guns doing this stuff and i'm trying to make it that way but it's like and then the skill but as you said like is it the whole get good moment maybe that's the thing yeah this is the thing it's it it, it feels like pve is having a moment that pve pvp players accepted a long time ago Talk which is that it. if you want the thing mm-hmm. you need to put in the work it cannot Absolutely. be a handout like yes Absolutely. okay it is frustrating on the PvE side of things when you need uh, you need you need you need to run a solar subclass. You need an arc arc uh, secondary mm-hmm. and then avoid heavy, and then all of that is dependent on RNG, right? right. And there's no deterministic way to do it. Mm-hmm. But we are talking some about some of the hardest content in the game. Even the raids require a certain loadout to do well. 
Yes. Uh, everyone's going to say, do the lament, uh, have Xenophage, do this, mm -hmm. do that. You could clear it with a whisper. Mm -hmm. You could clear it with anything, but it's just easier and more optimal with certain weapons. Right. And I think even at 1250s in the state that they are, I think you could still do them with anything you have. It's just how much risk are you willing to take? And then how is that risk then attached to RNG? So I do agree with, with, with perhaps looking at the RNG, but at the same time, I feel hard to recommend anything because I play this game more than the average player does. Absolutely. And therefore I'm exposed to more drops and more sources of loot and, and all that, all the rest of it. But fundamentally, I'm, my take on it is this, like, if you want the thing, put in the work. Right. It's like if it's hard for you, you are not short on resources to to find out how to make it not hard, no, I've, or, I've or a little bit easier. I, I guess. Like I said, go check normally, out. Go check sorry, out Ibontis on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we go watch his videos. Does that make it easier for you? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I I agree with you. I mean, overall, I think the premise is, is correct. I don't I don't think you said anything incorrect there. I, I the only I don't even call it a counter. The only thing I feel that needs to tip the scale a little bit, what I said is RNG protection. But the other thing, honestly, is let's be real. Us, the hardcore, so to speak, we have these optimal things. We have Xenophage. We have, we have, I have Outbreak Perfected. Like I have optimal things that Mr. New Light is not having. You know what I'm saying? And Mr. New Light, it, it, he's not going to have the entire loadout for, you know, which you know, um, arc or void scout, and he, you know what I'm saying? The overload, this and that. He may not have the perfect thing to do it optimally, whereas we come in with a, a set advantage because of their issues with the PVE loophole. That's my thing. They, sure. They've removed so much out, right? Well, it, it, they don't need to be optimal to do it, though. That's the thing. As long as they don't need to be optimal to do it, then that's fine. Yeah. Mm. I was like, to what he's saying... I was looking for, some people were saying, hey, scouts are better for overload. And for somebody who's not trying to use, say, Nog Hunger, say they want to use a void scout rifle instead if I need void for shields. I was looking for a void scout rifle. Bro. There is a new one in Season of the Hunt. But even that, like if you're going through and you're trying to get that as a drop, that's not even a guarantee it's right not now. A guarantee I, drop. Got one, yeah. I had one of those sitting in my lure. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, damn, I'm going to go get that right now. And I switched and ended up using that to beat the one I was working on. But mm -hmm. I had to go find that specific thing. It's random yeah. what that lure has as options. Yeah. So for yeah. certain people, if I'm like, hey, this is in the game right now, but I can't guarantee how to go get it. That's a tough spot for some people. And that's like, that's the time and the grind. And we played enough to have those options. But the loophole, I will say, is thin right now. And I know the discussion that we had from um, Jogaroth. That was like, it was nice for him to even admit, which we haven't yeah. even got to this topic yet. We haven't got to that yet. We'll watch the transition. I know. Yeah. The loot pool was small. Yes. Now, this is the worst it's probably ever going to be. We right. lost the mm -hmm. most we're ever going to lose. They took ev like four planets out of the game, Crucible Maps, Gambit, ever like the most things are not usable right now than mm -hmm. they ever have been. And that's hopefully going to change for one by what they said. They're going to continue to make it bigger even season by season they're claiming that seasonally it's going to continue to grow which is a good thing but yeah there are certain times when you need specific things that they they're going to tell me that barrier or they're going to tell me overload is one of two things and if this shield and this barrier don't match up too well with the loadout right now you can be in a tough spot so that's why I think right now the, it's it's hardest probably right now because of what happened with sunsetting sure 
Yeah, I agree with that. He's in his bag right now. <laughs> no, I, I forgot what you say. So, what well, we going to transition to the, uh, the yeah? The I wanted to see what you guys thought about the uh, the dev update. Yeah. Sorry, this is yeah. a long podcast, by the way. We are uh, yes, we are in yeah, the. We, we got so far out yeah. of touch by talking about like lost sectors and <laughs> yeah, everything we else. We haven't got to half the topics Listen. of the day, but it's mm-hmm. been great. It's, it's all it's all destiny, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much. We were back on course after uh, talking about cars. <laughs> yeah we well we'll take the blame we started that for just a little yeah. bit um but joe blackburn uh he did actually leave bungie for a little bit came back he's assistant game director on destiny 2 put out one of these rare kind of behind the scenes developer diary posts that they did and they kind of talked about the state of rewards they mentioned mm. the reward loop pool was just too small to hear a developer flat out say that not yeah. about a month yeah. after the release that's Kind of a transparency you don't expect. Yeah, it's that's true. So if they said it's also frustrating, this is our topic. Frustrating mm-hmm. to be a player, a des- playing Destiny and see another player use a weapon that is no longer obtainable. Felwinter Slime is a prime example right now for PvP nice. because nice. here's something that everybody can use for you know six months or however many longer, mm-hmm. but you can't get it right now. Period. Mm-hmm. But it's got the most kills in Crucible, or one of the most. Now, the other thing is the side of what they promised or committed to. And they said with each season in year four, Destiny 2 will grow the overall power ecosystem for weapons. So in theory, if we lose the weapons from Season of Dawn, we're getting more in Season 13 is what I'm reading that as. So hopefully we continue to fill our weapon options out more than they are now. We're not losing, we're not losing more than we're getting. It should be the other way around. They said with very few exceptions... All weapons you can take the power cap should be earnable, except for like holiday weapons, which is fine. They're usually not that great. And they said future annual releases will contain more new weapons to collect than Beyond Light or Shadow Keep. And that's just a commitment to say the loot pools and annual expansions are going to be bigger. Hmm. So just those two, those kind of like acknowledgements and commitments. When you guys got this far in it, what were you guys thinking? Do it, no man. What you think? It's it was reassuring in a big way because they understood that they made a mistake. It just it just it's a mixture of reassuring and frustrating because we shouldn't have been in this position to begin with. I'm still not convinced Sunsetting was was particularly good, mainly because we didn't get the replacements. Like it felt like oh we're sunsetting things. And then next season we see Knowing Hunger come back. And, talk, and that talk part, about it. Nightwatch came right on back. Uh, <laughs> Nightwatch came back. We had Orring's Mall come back. And then even with the current loot in Iron Banner, these are reprised weapons. Even the armor is reprised. Yeah. Talk about and it. And it just feels disingenuous. It feels Talk very strange. It. Like, if you want to cull half the weapons in the game, cull half the weapons in the game. Don't do not do this thing about sunsetting and max power and, sh- and make it more complicated than it is. It's, it, it, it just feels, it feels like somebody had an idea. Mm-hmm. And somebody explained it to somebody once, and then there was a bit of a Chinese whispers thing going on in the studio, and then something didn't get translated fully, and now we are in the situation where we have no loot pool. Yeah. So it's it, it you know, uh, like yes, good that they're fixing it, bad that we're in this situation to begin with. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. All of this, all of this, the the talk about new light players not not being able to to feel relevant. 
it is yes it's important it's an important thing to to note but it's also probably not the most important priority on for the state of the game how many new players are we bringing in we don't have that data we actually don't know how many new players are playing this game right now Mm -hmm. we don't know how many people who have joined in season one season two season three season four sorry year one year two year three year three or year four um so we want to have this discussion about something that we don't know how big or relevant it actually is. And I, I don't know. It, it, yet, like, Don't get me wrong, this entire update was very positive, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if this is the conversation we should be having, period. Mm-hmm. Aside from the loop, loophole issues are very real, but um, keep like cor- correcting mistakes, I think, is... I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm very mixed about it. No, no I mean, we've... We had a whole, you know, sunsetting <laughs> discussion as well. We've been through that. And the way sunsetting has been implemented right now is not great because the discussion of sunsetting is, hey, we're going to make some stuff that's old less relevant as we're going to be bringing in new stuff. Now, we're going to change the number and make you re-earn a weapon. That's a very, very different discussion. If you said, hey, the stuff from year one in Destiny, it's not useful anymore. We're going to get rid of some of that old stuff and some of these old things, but... We're going to introduce a whole new slew of things, a bunch of new things to drop, and there's a bunch of new options, and it's new. Now, the question of resources, how many resources do they have to develop? And they literally mentioned their rewards team is going to be growing higher, yeah. in this article to be like, we don't have enough right now. And that's an issue, as you said, this isn't a state we should be in. They, you know, like crossed the road before they looked and they like, they got to the point where, hey, we're going to do this thing but we don't have the team to make sure it's implemented well. So we have to reissue Iron Banners and Dawn Hungers and Night Watches that have the exact same perks. It just has a different icon in the corner to piss you off. Yeah, and and completely spits in the face of, you know, the initial vision, which was, remember, oh, we want this to be your battle devils and you're going to have, you know, this insane relationship with these guns and, you know, and oh, then we're going to so give gone. you... <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to give you these, we're going to give you this PVE or this PVP kill counter. And that's going to show you how many kills you got with this gun. And you're going to have this relationship and it's going to be yours. And now we're going to sunset it. All right, cool. Which <clears throat> I, admittedly, I was resistant. I'm, I've been, you know, like, okay, I get it. I get power creep. I'm not saying the arguments are not valid, you know, but yeah, I was concerned. You know what I mean? So I said, all right, I'll bend the knee. I'll acquiesce, you know, as long as you leave my exotics alone. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then, soon, like, like all that clockwork, like Nomad said, you, you get the new season, here come Nightwatch. Here come, you know, Knowing Hunger. Again, I'm like, what? Like, you, you just told me, like, you, you getting rid of all this stuff, and then you got the nerve, the audacity to remix my joint and give it right back to me with a, with a higher power number. And then I lost all my kill counter. I lost my masterwork, all my material. Go ahead, Nomad. I, I see you ready. Yeah. Get it. When I when I was like thinking about to myself, why am I so bothered by this? It comes down to messaging versus actions for me. Yes. The messaging Rage. from Bungie. Rage. The messaging from Bungie is we want Destiny to feel like an ever living world. We mm-hmm. want it to feel like it's a hobby for you. We want you to spend time in this game. Mm-hmm. And we want to make you feel like your time is rewarded. Mm-hmm. Putting infusion caps on weapons and armor, I understand completely making 
the game fresh. I completely get that. I think that's good for the state of the game. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's needed. What I don't particularly like mm-hmm. about that is that it completely kills the incentive for me to make Destiny a hobby. Because mm-hmm. I know that whatever I get today will be outdated or or replaced or completely invalidated tomorrow. I know mm-hmm. that in a year's time, my my builds and whatnot are 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 going to be completely useless. Mm-hmm. So what this does is instead of perhaps during the off season, the slow months in Destiny, which we're sort of kind of coming into now, is instead of like chasing for those roles, chasing for that perfect build, ch- chasing like a unique Icefall Mantle build paired with Tammy's Matchbook, which is a build basically if Fire. you proc Icefall Mantle, you get that overshield, and then you just spray oh, and pray yes. with Tommy's. Mm-hmm. And it's it's super fun. It's not it's a complete meme 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 build, but it works <laughs> in sixes. And like I would want to prioritize a high resilience build for that to get my barricade up. I'd want to prioritize um, you know, recovery so I get my health back quicker. You know, I wanna I wanna go and and go the extra mile to really rerun certain activities to get the the loot and the the armor and, and all that. And maybe even look for certain second primaries and, and, and power to, to complement that build. Mm-hmm. But now I don't care because I know that I'll just get one instead of min maxing. I'll only be really wanting to get something that just allows me to do it good enough because I know I'm going to be able to spend my time somewhere else. And right now, that's probably F1 2020 <laughs> or 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 Cyberpunk or something else. You know, yeah, the I'm not game in the world. getting. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. not getting the 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 feedback that I want. Out of my playtime, I'm not getting the, the extra mile out of my playtime, and I understand this is a completely a problem my own making. Yeah. I play too much video games. I'm going to own it, mm-hmm. so I'm also going to own the discussion about my time and how much that's worth to me. Yeah, no, respect. I, respect. Like you, you can go first because I'm going to open large. Yeah, I know you're about to go in. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, the last thing you know, we said that you know, again, Nomad saying it, he said it so eloquently. It's like we get it. We appreciate your transparency, but we shouldn't have been in this position to begin with. <laughs> like, that's just what it is. Like, it's just, you You got to plan better. We, Sorry, you got to do better, Bungie. Like, you cannot say, you make, was it, four blog posts? We had the Luke Smith joint. Why sunsetting is happening? You know, it was a big divisive thing. And then you implement it in this kind of half-assed fashion. You're going you gonna to get this work. You know what I'm saying? And that's just what it is. So... You know, and then on top of it, you know, again, love beyond like I don't want to trash the team. Like, listen, we 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 put thousands of hours in this game. We love this game. This game is a good game, yeah. right? The the issue just comes down to you know implementation and doing things correctly to respect your base, respect your base. So if you know you are going to implement this sunsetting thing, you should have weapons in place. And you know what? I knew something was up when they um they I want to say like a stealth patch, but. Remember, like, I would say, like, one week into the season, Banshee automatically had, like, stuff thrown into his loop pool. Yeah. And I was like, and normally we'll get the blog post on a twab and telling us what's about to happen. And, and I'm like, this is interesting. And again, I wasn't mad. I see some Seventh Seraph weapons in there. I see some icon. I'm like, okay, man, I'm cool with it. But this was like a rush to get this in. And I realized, yo, that pool is small. And the last thing that I'll say before I give it to E is we talked about it. 
is to me, it's just disrespectful when you do like Shadow Keep content or whatever, and they're giving you unusable guns. Yeah. They, yeah. the, the game is rewarding you with the loot pool, and there's an icon grayed out with the power level grade. This is useless. Like, yeah. bruh, that's... we got a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that, that's you know, where it's at. And the last thing I know you're going to touch on it, E, is that I might be pushing back now. I, I bent the knee to weapons, even though I didn't necessarily like it. I may be pushing back on armor. Oh, no. That's what I'm about to open on. Oh, okay. I'll let you go, because... I don't, I don't know, fam, why. No. I mean, they said it in chat. I forget exactly who. Shout out if I'm missing the name. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out to all the love going on in chat right now. Oh, Give chat is on fire. Thank you very it much. You guys are being Thank awesome you. right now. Justin. We missed y'all. We missed y'all, man. For real. Uh, yeah. So, oh, technical. Thank you for the love. No, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. I think it was crazy wise who said it. And armor has been something for me for i've harped on this for too long cognito knows i can't get off this horse and i won't reach it armor doesn't do much for me in the first place because it's just like kind of stats that you can literally go into any activity you can be optimized on some things crucible probably more than pve as a pve player you could have some more resilience you can get your cooldowns back faster but theoretically you can go through about any encounter and your armor is not going to change too much it's not there's no, and there's not much to earn. Compound that with sunsetting. I have a loadout of decently rolled armor. I have decent stats. I finally got the one I want. Mm-hmm. What happens a year from now? What's the only thing that I'm trying to do? I'm trying to get the exact same thing a year from now because what yes. I had that worked, that if I want the exact same thing, that's an issue. And if you're making me just do it again to hit the slot machine to hope I get that same thing, that's dumb. Just straight it's up, a bit that I mean, dumb's a you know low key word, but that's just like that's not yeah, that's not rewarding. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the issues I have as I read this and I say, hey, the Nightfall Strikes are getting three new unique weapons. The Palindrome, the Swarm, and Shadow Prize from Destiny One are going to be your unique strike weapons. I'm going. You can't make three new ones. I'm not mad that there's strike weapons now because we've been asking for that, but now we're getting Destiny One weapons and like the adept version of shadow price part of me just like part of me is like woo, like and i know that may be the wrong reaction because some people may be like hey an adept shadow price may be very cool and maybe it is but in my mind that's like really that's that's our strike weapons is is the swarm a grenade launcher somebody correct me and machine gun machine Machine gun gun. okay Mm -hmm. Uh, Shadow Price, an auto rifle, and Palindrome, a hand cannon. There's three potential adept weapons in, like, Grandmaster Nightfalls. And the can, Nightfall. can I make a bold, Go can for I make it. A bold prediction? Yeah. Okay. I got off my Matador, arm, I'm coming back. Matador is going to return once Fall Winters is sunset. What? Mm. I'm, I'm making a bold prediction that Matador 64 is going to return. Because, remember in Destiny 1, we had Fall Winters Sniper. Because it was ridiculous, and then <laughs> Matador came out as a, as a response to that, as an yes. alternative to that, yeah. and I fully expect that to be mm-hmm. the plague of year four moving forward. Once yeah. it gets come back, once it comes back, we don't know if it's going to come back, but that's my prediction. It'll come back, mm-hmm. and yeah. again, it'll be it'll be a Destiny one weapon. It'll be a Destiny one weapon of some description. Mm-hmm. Um, the seasonal weapons, aside from friction fire, I'm pretty Ooh. underwhelmed by them. Talk about it. It just—it feels that lazy. Horrible, uh, season, I mean, activity armor. 
that the, is just the, the ice. It, it first, it's a. Tr- I'm talking about the the stuff Shaxx, the uh, the Drifter and Zavala have as a oh. seasonal armor, where it's the like- same armor with the color. And it, first of all, it's ugly. Let's just get it out the way. It's very right? ugly. It's atrocious. Right. It does not even look anything comparable to what's in the Eververse store. And then you got the nerve to just not even change it for the other activities. You just threw a shady green, red, whatever, really orange, or whatever. It feels like there's a there's a B and an A team design team. I, I'll say it. He, he bought his kid. I try not to. I'm not trying to talk about the B team. I say it. I, I like, say I try not all to. The time. And he killed me. So I'm glad you said it. Thank you. <laughs> this is a, this is a B team is in charge of core playlists because apparently we don't care enough about core playlists to update them. Um, uh, we'll throw in some Destiny One weapons. I bet you they'll do the same for uh, for PvP. They'll like reissue Ostringer or bring back Is Luna and actually call it Is Luna. Yeah, it's so just, it was like, you look at some of these, somebody mentioned earlier in chat, you're getting adored, so you get beloved with a scarf on it. Yeah. <laughs> it just I mean, people are like, hey, it's a pretty good sniper. I'm like, did you like your beloved, though? Because it's next to the same thing. Yeah. Um, they just threw on the short gaze scope and then called it a day. Called yeah. it a day, yeah. So yeah. it's, mm. I was like, and then armor is like the one, now they mentioned they're like preheating the oven. We envision a better solution for how armor intersects with infusion caps. The personality of armor comes from mods right now, so gaining a new piece of armor often means just trying to find a piece of armor that replicates the stat yes. allocation you already have on your piece in the vault. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, just killing me every time. So it's like, what is the point? And it's like, they think about talking about an RPG, but RPG, if I was level whatever we are, mm-hmm. you would allocate your stats. I've played too many games recently where you can go into a skill tree and be like, I don't really like my skill tree. Let me wipe it out and do it again because you have the choice to customize and play what you want. What if you mm-hmm. just had a set number of stats? Now, is this where they're like, and then armor was a way to complement that. Like you'd have a Vanguard set of armor. So if you go around strikes, you get some benefits in there, like set bonuses, things like that. But if you just had stats, because right now all we do is try and hit a slot machine to hope for the stats. Mm-hmm. but it just is like it's a frustrating thing and then as you said sunsetting just makes it exponentially worse right and the last point i'll make to this egregious problem is you know resource cost cost bro like it's a difference when you you maximize you master work this armor and you'll have that what is it the plus 10 and you get the extra stats and stuff like that but like that ain't cheap bro <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, oh. ascending show. They want them golf balls. They want them prisms. To get from seven to 10 is an investment. So, you know, it's not like they running around giving out this stuff easily either. You know what I'm saying? So that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? That is literally a problem. Now, yes, they put a little Band-Aid with the ghost now that you can specifically farm cause. But let's be real. I've been checking them drop rates. Them drop rates are not great. Yeah. On upgrade modules, masterwork cores, and I have that ghost on all the time when I'm doing these activities. So I've been testing it. Um, yeah, it, it, it's again, if you're gonna do this, then you have to give us access to these resources that are fair and a little bit plentiful so that I can want to invest, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. you're gonna tell me at, once you get to 1310 or 1410 or whatever it is, I'm gonna do this all over for the same thing again. Yep. So I'm, I'm at that point where I'm like, why? Why are we you, even? And, and last you, point, I'll give it back to you. What, last point. Someone said in the chat, I think it's back for that. Deep Soul Crypt, beautiful raid, right? Mm. Raid on mods. Okay. 
Why is Raymond costing? Well, I talked five. about how much? Oh, it's, it's five. Four or five. five. Run a scanner mod. Run a thing. Four or five. I so mentioned I gotta, this before it came out too. You did. You did. Oh. I, I really. I, it really bothers me. I'm like. You put this in, and now I have to break my build. Now I got to break charge with light builds. I got to break, you know, I got to think. And then, and then they got element ones again with only goals. I'm like, oh, wait, I, I saw the thing. It, it, it dropped the mod from me out the chest. I'm like, oh, cool. So I guess I didn't have the appropriate arc one on. Yeah. And I'm like, where is it? And I had to wait to get an arc version of the same arms to put in the mod. No bungee, no. <laughs> Bad bungee. <laughs> they, build, they, they clearly build that system for more mods to fit in and to compete with each other, but right now there is no competition, so mm. it feels like a bit of a joke. Um, I completely forgot what I was going to say. I was almost. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. I was, yeah, I was, we were talking about armor. I know I was going off on a tangent with armor oh, cost. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a there was there was an idea I had. I don't know how viable this would be, but basically. Mm. Have tier three, tier one, and tier two armor where where it's st set stats, mm -hmm. and then allocate energy slots to improving the stat distribution as you see fit. So mm -hmm. it'd be an even split every time. I don't know if that would solve anything or if it'd make mm -hmm. it even more thin than it already is. But I well, yeah, I'd, I just don't like the slot machine aspect of it. The other thing I was going to say, and I just remembered it was, if you're going to sunset my shit in a year, give me a new core playlist or core gameplay experience to replace that that's the only thing i don't want to be doing the same activities year on year on year okay i'm done with that we've done that for seven years let's move on yeah yeah no i mean yeah. crucible is talking about zero it was hawk in chat he said where's his pvp maps zero and you ripped out how many did you lose yeah i was gonna say you're actually negative net negative. i think 12 maps 12 maps yeah and you lost 12 that. maps where where's the one new Europa map, right? Can we can PvP? Yo, <laughs> 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 you're stupid. Yo, you're sitting in the sand. It's like a like hand drop. Yo, I'm, I'm, bro. That's why I'm no bad. I'm so glad you're here because it's like I get yeah, you. You my man. I know you. You love you. You love PvP and stuff like you. Don't, you don't hate PvP. But it just no, like yeah. it, 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 we're so beaten down, stepchildren of this game. Like we get scraps, and we get so excited for scraps and reusable things. And like we didn't even get a map of the new season location. Not one. Like yeah, wow. how do you? And yeah. the minute and the and the second we get a single piece of loot that might be better in PvP than PVE, the whole internet fucking explodes. <laughs> It's why let us have what? this. You're let like, us have Fell Winter's lie. Mm -hmm. Just, just, just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want us to have nothing, man. They don't want us to have nothing. They, oh, please, sir, start. can I have a map? Yes, can I have a map? Please, sir, can, can I have trials? Can trials start? Oh, don't even can open it, that. Can it that ever? Can, can I get my competitive PvP? Oh my god! Look, the only thing saving no. me from going off the deep end, just to make it fun, to put a ball in it, is. Shout out to um, shout out my boy Fallout. Um, hmm. what you call it? That yo, one twenties, bro. Oh, steady hand. Is that a one twenty? What one twenties, mm -hmm. bro? What's that? What's that? What's that? I'd like yeah, to it... point out that I made a video on one twenties first. Maybe yeah, Fallout you did. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. Yeah, yeah, no, you right. Shout out. Shout out to you. I, I saw did you it first. Yes. Artistic integrity. Yes. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, bro, you in your bag? One twenties <laughs> is and that that one that 
is reprised. It was yeah. an old gun that has come back with now the new per yo that uh, it's hitting hard. I was out there, I was putting it work in banner with that joint. They're, it's serious. They're what we wished scout rifles could be. Yes, that they're literally oh, facts. scout rifles. Facts. How sad facts. you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yes, right now, like they say, hey, we want armor to matter. Prove it. Because somebody said in chat, I just got my set this season. I'm good till the next expansion. Mm-hmm. So there literally is already half year drops you don't give a shit about. This yep. is apparently like the mature podcast because we never cuss this much, but it just, we, it's coming out. It's coming out. Uh, we, we, we but yeah, it's like if I don't care about armor for a year. And as you said, I like the raid mods costing five and I just lost my mind. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, the raid gear that you get should make you better in the raid. Hey, cool. I mm-hmm. got this thing. Here's a free set of mods that you can throw on that you can complement your build. Maybe I want a Sherpa. Maybe I want to do... Mm-hmm. I've run the raid and I beat it. What is my incentive to run it over and over and over and over? Maybe mm-hmm. I want a Sherpa. Let me be yeah. better at it so I can help the people who aren't quite as good. Uh, mm-hmm. I've already beaten that. it. I understand your mechanics and I'm overleveled, so it's pretty cake mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Let us be good at it and let us not mm-hmm. take away from what we already build. So... Yeah. You had a yeah, I actually agree. No, the only thing I was gonna say in their defense, because I, I gotta be fair, you know, I know we're beating them up. Um a lot. You know, they yeah, we are, we kill them. <laughs> but, you know, in their defense, they they did something I always wanted, which was the Wrath of the Machine raid style rewards, which they went away from. Because Bungie has this thing where they introduce something and then they go, No, we don't want to bring it back because we want to evolve it and make it more revolutionary for no reason and reinvent the wheel for no reason. But having the the reward, first of all, the the the, the weapons unique, unique perks. Shout out to reconstruction. That is a fire perk. You know what I'm saying? I like that. But I do like the the fact that if you keep running it, you can then at the end of the chest say, okay, I want to farm for this specifically, and it gives you incentive to to keep doing it. We just got to work on that mod stuff with the armor stuff. The armor still gotta get that. You know, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Couple other bullet points: DDoS four consoles coming in season thirteen. Mm-hmm. Crossplay coming in 2021. Yes. Two strikes coming in season 13. We get Fallen Saber and Devil's Lair. Mm-hmm. Eh. <laughs> Old, refreshed. Mm-hmm. Eh. Legend and Master Lost Sector is going to the moon. Thumbs up. Mm-hmm. More of those are fun. Um, Transmog, season 14. I went back and watched the video. They said Transmog's coming next year. That was in June. It's a year later. Co- co- the shader system of consumables has to go before then because i can't mm-hmm. stand that you have like i have eight of these and 12 of these and 72 of these and 2482 of this blue it's, 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 it's not even it's not even an anim, it's not even an economy thing anymore it's just annoying yeah mm-hmm. there's no like i unlocked it cool let me use it there they and the problem is you literally see the second picture showing the number that you have i'm like it just should be an unlocked shader at this point just scroll through the pages i don't care so, but Transmog potentially is coming in season 14. Yes, yes. Vault of Glass raid returns in year four. They left that one pretty open. I know, I know, I know. It's coming, it's coming. Um, so, I mean, there's some, some, you know, some lights in here in yeah. in the darkness of yeah. what we're they're, pissed off about right now. It's like, they're hiring. Vog is <laughs> probably going to return through a Vex-based season. Yeah. I'm, I was like, timing-wise, it's always the spring season that's light. That's still my, where my money's at for Vault. So whatever's going to come in, not the February one, April, May, however long these seasons are going to be. I still don't know if they're now in November release cycle, if they're going to try and change that. Because, I mean, they bumped it back. Are things going to get it shorter? Is. Or 
Mm, I don't know. I'm still wondering about that. November is now unofficially become the the games month. Like last, (sighs) like... Mm -hmm. Last November was crazy, or this November mm. we just had was crazy. Yeah, well, and then Cyberpunk so much was thankfully delayed, delayed but, but I still haven't enough time to mm. touch half the stuff I wanted to. Right, right. Do you guys have any major thoughts about the dawning? They're getting my money. That shit looks, <laughs> this shit looks great. Oh, I it looks great. I always like the dawning look in the gear. Low key, low key. I ain't gonna lie. It's, it's a, like all three sets are money. They did yeah, a great I'm, job. And that, I always like the sets, yep. The the Christmas lights ghost, I love that. Um, and then the candle ghost, which is now forever cursed in my head because when we were looking at the TWAB yesterday in, in stream, somebody said, oh, yeah, that's the cream pie ghost. Mm. <laughs> wow. Wow. Definitely going to mark this one mature. It's put the mature yeah. of... Yeah, we talked about so, that. Whole... No, I don't think... I do no, not we, 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 pick... we, did, we did everything. We did Saint. We did Who's Who, who we, did, did, like, so we did... We did it all today. We, we hit a whole spectrum of racy topics today. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I don't think I'll be picking up the, um, the adult ghost. Um, the adult ghost? <laughs> I will probably be picking up all of their ornament stuff. I think gameplay-wise, it'll be the same boring stuff that we've had for the last yeah. few years. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Not Haunted Forest, but... No, it's the baking of goods stuff that we'll be doing. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, we do the baking. So go <clears throat> run around, get all your materials from shooting mm-hmm. this one type of enemy with a melee or use swords to get all these things and bake your goodies. They said the exotic ship, though, you're going to be able to upgrade. So enjoy the cozy Which is ride interesting, yeah. in a new exotic ship, complete with a smorgasbord of features. Generate dawning spirit to unlock your ship's aesthetic delights, including three selectable engine effects, a unique transmat effect, an animated shader that's a part of, that's as unique as the ship itself. So I don't know if how those all unlock or if they're just different things that we're going to be able to get, but it seems like that's going to be what we're going for is the ship this time around, as opposed to a sparrow. Yeah. Which is fine. I don't need my little sparrow going cha-ching. <laughs> you remember that? Ching, ching, yeah. And just like farting out gold in the back. But yes, the yeah. armor sets look fairly fire. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out to all of the game to give, which I think many of us have been helping out with. Uh, they cracked a million dollars so far for the Bungie Foundation and the uh, Children's Network of Hospitals. So shout out to all those. It's still going on through the weekend. I know a link has probably popped up in chat a couple times. If you guys haven't mm-hmm. seen it, go find any of the people in Destiny. They probably have a link out there to donate. It's all going to the little lights. It's all to the kids. So if you are at a point right now, we know it's been a very tough year for a lot of people, but if you are able to donate, it's going to amazing causes. I mean, the $400, every $400 is like an iPad in a kid's room. $50 is a birthday party. When we went to Guardian Con, they had a booth for St. Jude's, and they had the little VR goggles you put on, and you actually get to see. Dude, I was sitting there in the goggles like it was done, trying to like blink away my tears in there, because, dude, that was rough. And I'm just like, all the things that they do. So if you've got it, they're a million. They're going for more. Keep that going. That's that's always awesome to see. Super positive. Um, mm-hmm. Last piece I did want to touch, down, touch on, because I know this is one we can't not talk about. Cognito, next gen, man. This is this is yours. How are, <sighs> how's it feeling, man? <sighs> Bro, it's, it's, like, it's like watching, you know, your children graduate from school. and it's like it's like yo like i i went to college already and i like they i listen e i blame you man you showed me the light 
You made me PC bash the race for two years ahead of time. And I'm, I'm experiencing 60 first frames per second. And when I experienced it, I promptly told my console brethren, I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that 30 frames per second molasses uh, bad frame pacing situation that you guys think That's is gaming. Because even I was, my un uneducated eye at the time thought that was normal, right? Until I was blessed with 60 frames, right? So then I'm like, yo, when y'all get y'all 60, I'll see you guys again. <laughs> Finally, the day has come. You know what I mean? And look, man, it is, they did a fantastic job. Because not only, again, you got that, you got the FOV slider. You know what I'm saying? You got a, a couple other customizations. And then for me, you know, I, I, I do, I'm I, LG or CX. So I'm able to do HDMI 2.1 with the 120 hertz. Bro, 120 hertz and the Crucible just hit so different. Mm -hmm. it, I, it, it was so silky. And like, it felt, like, and here's the thing that was so funny because I know half these guys ain't got that TV and they can't do that, right? I so, don't, I don't even, I'm still 60 frames on bro, PC. I'm not higher. So. The things I'm doing to people is just glorious. <laughs> the, it's the responsiveness, the precision. I'm just like, I'm feeling like a god. I, I never thought console would ever get there because I always felt they were too concerned about complete balance and unity between different, you know, if you got an Xbox One this and then a PlayStation 4 versus PlayStation 4, you know, I thought they wouldn't do it. And they're finally adopting the PC way of doing things. And it, you know, it's a and what's funny is I'm getting apology letters from my Claire, like, oh no, Cog, we get it now. Now we understand why you had to leave and go to college. Yes. Now you guys have graduated and understand do not accept anything less than 60 frames. That this is the standard now. Next gen consoles, this is standard. It's glorious. I'm doing a 4K HDR. It is absolutely spectacular. Just the NVMe E, you know how it is. Oh. When you load into that world and you're not sitting. But there was times I played Destiny on console. I would literally do a bathroom break, go make a sandwich, and still have not loaded in. <laughs> no, like my <laughs> brother, uh, his kids, like they got mm -hmm. tired of playing Destiny on PS4 for one, because yeah. it's old PS4, but the load times was just like if you got to, like, think about a quest, mm -hmm. how many things you have to load between, and you're just like, I may as well read a book while I play Destiny because I have that much yeah. downtime. It's it's rough. So it's, it's just good to see. And then now that we know we're going to get, you know, the cross plays on the rise, you know, thing, it, it's coming. Thing, things are getting up there, and it's, it's good to see this unified thing. We started with cross save. You know, now we're going to do this. We got the frames up. We're getting there, man. We're getting there. It's like, I can't wait. Crossplay is going to be the best thing for... Oh, I can't wait. Well, I mean, think about like, hey, if I'm running, if I want to help somebody in Whisper of the Worm, I was like, I mm -hmm. play on PC so much and so many people are like, do you play on console? No, mm -hmm. it won't matter. I can just help mm -hmm. anybody in anything or whatever and explain. And it's like, that's going to be a good thing. Nomad's sitting over there grinning ear to ear. I'm kind of <laughs> curious why. Well, before we give it, I got a shout out here after he says, funny because you can tell who's on 30 frames per second. Like in PvP, the anime, yo, you can kind of like, name, <laughs> name and shame them. It's true. <laughs> I had to say that. Continue, continue. Get it though. People are almost going to start being shamed and to be like, oh, I need my PS5. Why? Because I can't play this old crap anymore. <laughs> I just want to say the two of you are adorable. <laughs> it's it, it, but more importantly, just it, having seen that reaction makes me happy because. It's vindication because I always, I felt like I was, it, it felt guilty playing on PC and I, especially because my whole shtick is about helping people. And then I said, well, I only do scrims on PC now. I only really play PC. What, people asking, can you come back to console? Can I get back to console? If I had one, maybe, mm -hmm. but 
God, I, like when I we do this thing on 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 my stream where I review gameplay mm-hmm. and I review people's gameplay. They they host, they record a game, they submit it to YouTube, and then they post it in channel on my Discord. And then I whip out the pen and I start drawing all over their stuff when they do things wrong. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to thirty FPS, something that I had forgotten is that when you're got when you're literally like this is like this is your field of view on PC, and I'm. Console is like this. Oh yeah. So so like there's there's certain things people do on console where they're like, well, why didn't you like just move out of the way? And then I just realized, shit, they can't because shit, of the FOV. Dude. Yeah. And it's like you're literally playing at half speed. You're reacting in half speed. You're, you're making plays speed. in half speed. Mm-hmm. You can only do half the amount of movements on PC. It is literally, or on sixty rather, it's a different game. And now you're having this this revelation of like. Oh, now I don't have time to make a cup of coffee in between opening my menu and trying to switch my weapon anymore. <laughs> now I can actually play the game like it's supposed to run, like shit. Mm-hmm. Facts. Yeah. So, nice. anyways, like I, I'm, I'm happy that 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 consoles finally are are they're not in the future; they're in the present. Yes, <laughs> yes, and, they caught um, up, and they've caught up, and now everyone can experience Destiny in in this glorious yeah. manner. People, so many people hit me up like, "Cog, I, bro, it's a different game." I get it now. I get it. And I'm like, yeah, man, now you understand why I had to leave you. <laughs> yeah. And now, you know, I can play with you. You know what I'm saying? And it's all good. But yeah, it's it's just cool to see because I, I knew it would it would blow people's mind. And it, it, the reception that it's getting yeah. is tremendous. And you know, like I say, you know, if you're on Xbox, you got Game Pass, you get Beyond Light for free. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my PlayStation dudes. They they in there. You know, they they rocking. You know, it, it's just it's so good to see. Now the final step, let's cross, you know, bring this thing together. Now we we may have to, I want to ask Nomad that we may have to have that optional check-in for PvP because uh mouse and keyboard running rampant might run rampant on them boys. So, I don't think so. Ah, I think- see. I don't think so. I have been smacked around by this thing more <laughs> times than I care to admit. Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Exactly. We, so it's we, like, we, there's people who can mop the floor with me. Like, me against Drewski, I know he's a controller guy. It's just the first one yeah. that popped in my head. Right. Would destroy me. Wouldn't matter what input he's using. So I'm like, I'll take my mouse and keyboard. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. People people bitch about controller users on PC a lot. And I think that is not the right conversation to be having about them. I think we should be praising Bungie for creating an environment on PC Mm-hmm. Where controllers yeah, sure. not only right. compete with mouse and keyboard, but in some cases outperform them. Especially with a lot of these weapons, especially the aim assist heavy weapons. Like last word with a controller is a different thing. Forget last word. Mm-hmm. Hulk Moon with a controller really, really? is not. You know why? Because the stability on a Hulk Moon is maxed out. And stability is the stat that governs aim assist variance. The higher your stability, the less variance in your aim assist mm. between shots. So mm. Hawkman's aim assist is 93. It's one of the highest neutral aim assist guns in the game. Jesus. And it continues that with shot to shot to shot. Mm. Whereas other guns, it gets lower and lower. So you mm. cannot spam, you can't spam the, the fire mm-hmm. button quickly. Mm-hmm. You have to time your shots. But with Hawkman, you just dish, 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 and you're you're dead. Mm. Mm. So that's that's why Hawkman works so well on controller. Um so I'm I'm really looking forward to crossplay. The thing, one thing I'd say competitively that might be an issue is the 120 FPS yeah, or even 240 uh, FPS. I'm running loose. Um, 
there's definitely there is definitely going to be some 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 precision advantage overall precision advantage will go to pc but one thing that needs to happen mm-hmm. is that consoles and pcs like next gen consoles and pcs need to have the same sandbox tuning they yes. need stability buff across the board so that hand cannons on pcs behave the same way as hand cannons on consoles yeah i wonder if that's yeah. an inherent change that they try to do to try to balance stuff like to try to to give the the controller guy you know but i don't know it's it, 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 it i'm curious to see because you know obviously it needs to happen we want it to happen for you know but some games do put that opt out i mean you know mm. that opt out option where you know the console guys only play pvp pve look this should be no issue right you know we, we do raids together we do strikes together yeah that should be a non-issue my only concern is if if pvp they're willing and then we also got to remember don't laugh. Stadia's involved. <laughs> Don't laugh. Hey, apparently Stadia is a good place to play Cyberpunk. I hear so. Yeah, yeah. Stadia's Stadia involved. You know, we got to see. You know, the, the, the streaming guys, how that works. <laughs> you know, integrated into the the PvP uh, thing. So uh, I can't. I, I can't wait to go flawless on Stadia using Elon Musk's Starlink internet. All the input lag. Give it to me now. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hilarious. Oh my god. Uh, Has anybody touched Prophecy yet? I actually haven't jumped back in. Oh. I need to, but I haven't. Mm -hmm. I I know it came out and I was like, Mm -hmm. too many things this week. Just too many things. But yeah, Prophecy's apparently back. Everything else, there were some patch fixes, things like that. I'm not going to go through all that stuff, but Prophecy came back. So I'll be curious how that plays. But yeah, not too much new there either. So. We've had you for a very long time. Believe yeah. me, I appreciate the <laughs> length of the podcast. But um, yeah, I feel at some point we probably should wrap this up for your sake. Yes. Because <laughs> we've talked for a while and I don't want to keep me. you too long. Yeah, me. Um, Go on forever. <laughs> yeah, we can talk for a long time. But um, this has been amazing. Thank you for the crucible analyst and everything that you brought to this podcast today. Cognito, I know, is very excited to have you. Oh, dude. I was like, <laughs> get the PV. I can talk freely. I don't have to say that bad word and then hide. <laughs> it's not like that in here. My God, you know it. <laughs> Making it over dramatic. You know I got to throw sauce on it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I know. Believe me, you I know. You know <laughs> Too I... many episodes. I'm fully aware. Exactly. Uh, no. But well, Mr. Thank you. Thank you, yeah, I was thank you say, a lot for having me. Oh, dude, it's been a pleasure. I was going to say, at mm-hmm. this point, I just want you to kind of tell people what you got to work on uh, or what you're working on. If there's anything you got coming where they can find you and then like one or two general crucible tips that most people don't think about, just give them a little, uh, little, little nugget to end it on so they can look Ooh. forward to more from you. <laughs> the big thing the okay, so I am a YouTuber primarily. Um, I do stream and I have been streaming this week, uh, mostly just for games to give or game to give. Yeah. Um, and it's been going pretty well. I'm outstanding, out, just blown away by the support of the community, even though I'm, I'm a pretty small streamer. Um, on YouTube, I will be releasing a video either today or tomorrow where I go and do a deep dive on how we need to fix the Crucible. Like everything mm. we've talked about, we go even further. And I'll give, mm. you, a little, I'll give you a little hint. Exclusive. 5v5. For casual and competitive, five playlists, mm-hmm. five different activities, mm-hmm. individual ranks. 
Okay, I'm not going to say anything it, more than that. Let's take it back to Halo. <laughs> gotta gotta watch the video. This is the this is the teaser for the trailer yeah. for the video. Um, you fire. Let's go. In in terms of in terms of crucible tips, the biggest one is like probably somebody said it in chat. So I'm curious. Probably two second rule. Yep. Yeah, got it. <laughs> the two second rule is this: if no targets appear appear in my field of view within two seconds or less. I move away from the current position and take up a new one. Basically, if you don't see anybody in two seconds, move. That's it. The other thing I'd say is if you are not comfortable with your guns, do not be the first gun in the fight. Mm, smart. I like it. I like it. So, yeah. Smart, man. Education out here. It's great. Mm. PvP community, man, need, needs this stuff. Love the teaching, you know, love the approach that you use. And, um, you know, we just don't see a lot of it. And um, very analytical and, and, and thought-based. And it's just cool to see. So as a person, a fellow person that loves PvP, you know, we, we need more nomad. So continue <laughs> fighting the good fight, brother, and Thank preaching you. the good word. Because um, it is it is really cool to see. I, I definitely got a chance to really check a lot, take a look at a lot of your content. I was like, wow, this is well done. So salute to E for putting me on here because he educates me. <laughs> thank you very much. And thank mm -hmm. you, E, for, for doing that. Oh, no. Believe me, it was a pleasure. I know we we almost didn't get to have this discussion because work and other things all changed up. Yeah. And then finally, yeah. we finally there was a shift and you're like, hey, I'm open. I'm like, come on. We, we are ready. <laughs> and it was perfect timing, too, because, yeah, it was a lot of stuff going on. Perfect time right before your video, but just Crucible's in a place where it needs this kind of discussion. And it does. You are one of the better people to talk about with it right now mm -hmm. because the way you're looking at things and trying to break everything down for helping people get better. Not saying, mm -hmm. as you said, don't use this weapon. It's like, doesn't matter what you like. You can use like using what in your hand is one thing, how you play the environment's another. And that's that's yeah. huge. More than anything, I know you guys are being very, very generous and kind right now because I'm your guest and all that. But <laughs> I really want to, I really want to emphasize how much damage the PvP community has has ha has had because people don't think for themselves, and th th there hasn't been a mature discussion. The reason why someone like me seems unique is because people have not thought for themselves. They have regurgitated and Chinese whispered people's opinions to the point of parody about everything and anything regarding PvP. So please, yeah. sure, check out check out my content. Of yeah. course I'm gonna say that. <laughs> uh, but more than anything, please know that just because something's considered matter, it doesn't mean that's the only thing to use. Preach. Please know please know that that whatever I say into today or tomorrow's video doesn't mean that's the only thing that we need to change for for PvP. And more importantly, just Go out there and start using weapons you like versus weapons you think are supposed to be the ones you use. Because mm -hmm. trust me, you will you will enjoy Crucible so much more. If you're a scout rifle main, go into Crucible oh. right now and use a scout rifle. You'll be present pleasantly surprised. Because we're 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 in one of the most balanced primary metas we've ever had. I didn't get even chat uh, talk to you about the meta, and it was one of my questions. And real quick, I gotta sneak it because um I completely agree. Um, shout out to the Iron Banner quest. And, you know, obviously they force you, most people don't like it, but, you know, they force you to, to acquire a different weapon. They give you the weapon now and then, you know, they let you go. And when it got to the scout part, I was, I had that cringe internally. I'm like, all right. And I said, you know what? Let me do it. I dusted off a couple of scouts. I dusted off symmetry. Was it a 260? 
I was yep. getting killed with that. Man, symmetry is <laughs> moving out here. I was like, okay. So what's funny is, again, I'm guilty of this. I remember the change in the TWAB, and they're like, oh, it's just an aim assist buff. I'm like, oh, they didn't, they didn't do anything with Scouts. Until I touched it, until I played it and experienced it, I'm like, oh, no, Scouts are very viable. And, um, yeah, I mean, Might is moving out here. A couple of, couple of archetypes that I was very impressed with. So, yeah, shout out to that. And, again, 120s was something I, I came across. Different, Just experiment with different things. Oh, that sidearm. I got, I got, I got to talk about um, the, the the kinetic beyond like sidearm. Uh, yeah. Al- what is it? Albedo, whatever it's called. Mm. Bruh. I'm putting in work with that thing. That thing it's is very busy. good. Yeah, I got a wellspring roll, so I'm getting my abilities. Nice. I got my arc buddies with me. I'm getting the synergy going. Uh, man, it's oh, man, I'm having a, I'm gonna, even though Crucible is what it is, I'm having a, a ball playing, messing around with the, with this meta. It's it's a fun meta, I will say. Yeah, it is. My mm-hmm. scrim loadout for for when we do scrims next week, we start that up again. My scrim loadout is going to be chaperone and trusty. That's how much mm-hmm. I love scout rifles now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even high impact pulses, bro. They- High impact pulses. Okay, here's the thing: people were sleeping on cold denial last season as well. It's objectively they're the fastest killers in the game. 0.67 yes. seconds. Hit like a truck. Um, cold denial, no time to explain. Stars and shadows, even relentless. The old trials of the nine mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. does re- does a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are feeling particularly masochistic, you could choose the Eistein D, uh, which My? is a 340 with horrible base stats. Yeah, but it still kills. It still does yeah. puts in the work. So. Use mm-hmm. anything, and it'll probably do the job. Even even 180 hand cannons now feel good. Oh. Posterity. Prosperity. I still don't know if Saw I can your use video. 180. I'm so bad Saw with 180s. Your, bro, <laughs> prosperity is giving Luna High vibes. I'm, I saw the video, though, man. I'm with everything you said. I said, you know what? Let me give it a shot. I got well, one the, with it. Yeah. This, Drewski and I were talking about it right after we made our individual videos on it, mm-hmm. and it's like... Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody redeemed a dab thing. Yeah, There's a lot of them going. I'm catching There's up. There's a lot going. Let's catch up. Drewski and I were, were looking, we were comparing pre-nerf not forgotten to posterity. Mm. Stat for stat, they are virtually the same gun. So Bro. it actually is not forgotten. <laughs> Give it a shot. You know what it is, E? Super stable consistency. And it's just bang, bang, bang. It's, re- it's really good, easy to hit a headshot. It, it's not bad, man. And I'm not a 180 guy. Uh-oh, it's time. I, I believe you. Yeah. It's time, y'all. Dome got one on the house. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We took two weeks off. You know, during that time, man, it's the holidays. You know, sometimes you got a little, you know, extra fat around the stomach. It's time to be healthy, gentlemen. And we got E showcasing proper form, the sit-ups and push-ups. It is time. You got Thanksgiving that you're just working off right now. You got Christmas coming up. So we got to get the COVID belly down. We got to get the holiday belly down. And these are the things we do here. We at the last word. We promote fitness and health and well-being. We want you to have the last word on your health. That's what it's about. This is what we provide. This is the service we provide right for you. Look at that. We, Look at we, that. <laughs> we, are, we, are, we are very pro-balanced diets. Yes. <laughs> we, like, we like a balanced meta as well. And we're open to experimentation of all sorts, whether it's new exercises or new guns. Yeah. You know, there we're, you we're, we're, di- we're also a diverse podcast here. Um, yes. You know, just, just improve your life. Stop, your thinking life, this, stop thinking the same way. 
Exactly. Look at that. He's, he's like, I'm dead. He put, listen, you, they had two weeks to miss, man. We, they had to catch it. They, they miss. Yo, Justice said, this is why I subbed it. This is what it's about, man. Healthy body, healthy mind, healthy meta, healthy PV. It's, it's all synergy, man. It's, we come full circle. Thank you, E, for your service. What? <laughs> you know, the worst part is every time I do that, I'm over there. I know he's saying stuff. I never know what he says. <laughs> I know you've never heard it. <laughs> never heard any of it. Listen, man, I'm glowing reviews. Glowing reviews, man. Positivity, brother. That's what we do. That's what we do here at the last one. <laughs> this is a wild one. This is a wild one. It's good to be back. Good to be back, sir. Yeah. Well... I know we got Nomad's outro. What do you got coming, Cognito? Yeah, man. Uh, Ride it out. End of the year. You know, same thing. So uh, check us out. Iron Lord Podcast on Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern. Ride it out on the 11 a.m. This will be maybe two more before we go back to 1 p.m. Eastern. But um, yeah, gonna, no guests. No big guests this week. No industry guests. Microsoft's not pulling up this week. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just going to be it's just gonna us, the Lords. And uh, we're going to do a nice little recap. We're going to talk some cyberpunk. We will discuss, um, obviously, that's the 60 frames per second. And um, on console, as well as the Game Award recap, you know, that kind of stuff. And I believe Halo Infinite has some news dropping in reference to the development team. So check us out. Again, Iron Law Podcast on YouTube, Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern on YouTube and Twitch. And then, um, again, um, LordsGaming.net, man, please support the writers. We've been doing a tremendous job. Really, you know, the support has been tremendous. The editorials we're seeing is cool. So check that out. And, of course, you know what I'm saying? The last word returned. Finally, Inglorious. It felt weird not doing it last week. I must admit. Yeah, it no, I know. We were supposed like, to. My internet's yeah. still been questionable. Hopefully, a week or two might. I swear, mm. I'm just going to have like a brand new everything between me and the internet. So, mm. hopefully, at some point, yeah. it works well. Yeah, shout out to Black Eye Base and Miss Y'all. Yeah, it, it does feel weird. We, we, we missed, but like I said, we back at it. You know, Ease is that's my brother. It was always fun. Hotwood was classic. Nomad was amazing. Salute to you. You know what I mean? Definitely got to bring you back because I love I love your your thought process and your takes, your hot takes. So uh, oh, yeah, juicy this. takes, my thick juicy takes. takes. <laughs> hot, See, thick, hot warm thick takes. takes, thick with three C's. NSFW. So thick, thick, thick with two C's. When you're this distance away from the mic, but when you're close to the microphone, it's three or even four C's. Thick. And yeah, that was the last word, man. <laughs> Fun show. Chat was all fire, man. Salute to y'all, man. Yeah, you guys have all been amazing. We definitely got to go send the love out there somewhere. So let me see where we're going while I do that. Um, mm. Thank you guys very much. This has been an awesome episode. Sir Nomad, thank you very much for joining us this morning. Glad we got to make it happen. And it has been an yes, absolute sir. pleasure this morning to have you. So thank you, first off, for letting it us been- uh, chat with you. It has been a pleasure to be here, and thank you for having me. <laughs> and for me, you guys know it's going to be Cyberpunk, Demon Souls, Destiny, whatever I've got going. You guys know where to find me, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube. I'm the easy one if you find Ebontis and Achita. Hopefully you guys knew, do enjoy the new sign-outs, uh, my offline screen. Uh, the, artists, the artist that Bye. did that one, she absolutely nailed it. So that one's That's really, just- really cool, digging that one. Um just to throw the love back out there, I want to send it over to Zoe when we're done, actually. Bye. So she's out there working. So she's always really nice and awesome. We had her on previously. So we will send the love over to Zoe. But before we go, we got in this thing right. Um, so when we're all done, we're going to try and sync up saying the last word together. So Nomad, we'll see how this goes. Uh, but for everybody in the chat, thank you guys very much. Send some love over to Zoe. She's always awesome and nice. And as for this episode, it has been the, the last, last word. Last word. <laughs>